0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Munch Madness 2024 is presented by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietician-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. Mitch, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from each week, including calorie-smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long.
2: What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Wow. Nick, Factor has two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking
1: for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious.
2: calculating. Calculating. <laughs> You are saving opposed to going out and getting food, right, wise That's right. We did the math. We did the math. Head to Factormeals.com slash Doughboys50 and use code Doughboys50 to get 50% off. That's code Doughboys50 at Factormeals.com slash Doughboys50 to get
1: 50% off. Thank you, Factor. Thank you, Factor. In 1866, Cadwallader Washburn opened the Minneapolis Milling Company to compete with another local miller named C.A. Pillsbury. Washburn and Pillsbury merged businesses just three years later, and though Pillsbury's name endures, it was Washburn's savvy that powered the company, leading to a succession of mergers, acquisitions, and engineering innovations that made Minneapolis into the flower capital of the country. In 1928, Washburn's company converged with four other mills to form General Mills, a massive conglomerate that even today is a titan of the food industry. Over the decades, General Mills generalized its business beyond Mills, launching the iconic Betty Crocker brand, expanding into the toy industry with the creation of Play-Doh, and even dabbling in military hardware, developing submarines and high-altitude balloons in conjunction with the Navy. In 1970, GM added another revenue source, restaurants, acquiring an upstart seafood chain known as Red Lobster. The shellfish concept's success led to General Mills establishing a separate restaurant division, which would later become known as Darden, and in 1982, General Mills launched an Italian-American restaurant in Orlando, Florida. Calculated from day one to be a nationwide brand with mainstream appeal, it was a quick hit, becoming the fastest-growing sit-down chain of the decade. Other than pizza, Italian food was uncommon in those swaths of the U.S. without sizable Italian-American populations, so GM's admittedly generic take became many Americans' entry point to the cuisine. The restaurant's value-oriented marketing was reflected in its original slogan, Good Times, Great Salad, referencing its still signature all-you-can-eat salad, soup, and breadsticks. Though today, its slogan has shifted away from gluttony, first with, When you're here, you're family, and now, we're all family here. A welcoming greeting from an eatery coldly conceived as a profit center by one of the most powerful food conglomerates on Earth. This week on Doughboys, we return to Olive Garden. (laughs)
3: So it's the
1: Dough Dough Boys. Dough, Dough, Dough Boys. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Guillermo Del Taco, Mitchie Two Spoons, Mike Mitchell.
2: <laughs> hey, great filmmaker. Hey,
1: Del Toro? So, Del Toro. Oscar
2: winner. Oscar winner.
1: And, hey, that uh, that award-winning roast was courtesy of Jean-Paul Ruby. If you have an insult you'd like me to use on Mitch at the top of the show, roastspoonman at gmail.com is the address.
2: Yeah, that, that roast wins an award for uh, biggest asshole who sent it in. <laughs> Fuck that guy. You know, Mitch, they, they, uh, speaking
1: of Del Taco, they opened up a new Del Taco near where we live, Nick, right I, by our apartment, within a
2: one-mile radius. By, by your apartment. By my apartment. Yes. I, though Nick and I have not, even though it will happen, do you think me, you and Natalie are gonna move in together at some point? <laughs> I think I think we should. Just turn it into a polyamorous triad. <laughs> Except oh. one where nobody fucks.
1: <laughs> uh, We're both just getting cuckolded
2: constantly. That sounds about right. Yeah. I, I just I, I just felt even more for just the ease of you know, we could record the podcast, come downstairs, I'd be just waking up. <laughs>
1: I think what we what needs to happen is we need to legally adopt you. I think that's probably mm, the easiest. Way. I like that idea, yeah.
2: actually. Uh, but Uh-oh, the you know what that means? <laughs> what? I'm going to sleep slip on my diaper. <laughs> 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 that's fair. If you adopt me as a as a child, yeah, I get to wear a diaper. We have it.
1: that we have that rearing phase that mm-hmm. we'll go through. We'll do
2: a quick like Billy Madison style where I'll go e- through each age in a couple weeks.
1: We'll have an accelerated period where I change your diaper and then I also nurse you.
2: Mm. <laughs> And we'll put that up on the Patreon. That'll be, a, that'll be the $10 tier. You got to wear, first of all, you got to wear, I want you to wear like nursing breasts. You know okay, what I'm saying? Right. And I want it to be filled with chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba juice chop chip, as I go. Of it.
1: course. Bubba juice
2: chop chip mm-hmm. with milk. Um, Mitch, I just
1: wanted to, to finish my anecdote real quick. That there's no, there's no. I don't know why. I just, I feel because I started it, I feel like maybe people want closure. It's not interesting, but I say like they opened a new Del Taco right where, near where Nali and I live. Mm-hmm. A stone's throw. I hit that bad boy up like I know so frequently now. I went you said last half night half a dozen times. Half a dozen last... times in the past like week and a half. Wow, it's, it's getting out of hand. You're going almost every other night. Yeah, I need to stop. It's
2: too much. It's excessive. No way. I want to see. I want to see Fat Weiger again. <laughs> well, he'll make a comeback. Also, you're going to have to get a if I if you if I do go into this baby mode, mm-hmm. which I plan on doing. Yeah, you got to get yourself a pretty big baby Bjorn, huh? <laughs> You think I'm going to carry you around in a Bjorn? That's a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say a little uh, how, to how to Mitchie Two Spoons Nation. I'm embarrassed that the guests had to see that. I'm embarrassed when any guest has to see it. And here is, here's a little drop. Hmm.
0: Hey, it's me, Mickey.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello there,
2: folks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Quiet, Goofy, or I'll make you a pet. I'll take away your talking rights.
1: I'm going to lose my agency.
2: (laughs) There you have it. You know what? He's our good good drop guy. We have one? We have one of those? (laughs) Robert Persinger. Okay. He does a great job. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Nice little bit of audio editing. Robert, he signed off. Robert, drop king persinger. Whoa, getting a little <laughs> cocky there. Tone it down,
1: persinger. Um, also, I he, think. Hey, you know what? I think you're not the drop king. You're a the slop king. Whoa, shit! Yeah, that's right. I just hit with a
2: persinger. <laughs> well, good. Now he's going to roast you one of the upcoming drops. It'll be great. Okay. Uh, he also in the in the drop like the, the you know it's like a SoundCloud thing. Yeah. And within it, there's a picture of Goofy, but he's, I wanted to show you this. Mm-hmm. He's like the, he's like a, like a fat Goofy. Oh, that's fine. I hope this doesn't play again, but like, like this, a thumbnail. This, this looks like an old school. Fat oh Goofy. yeah. Right. He's been pumped like up a little bit. Yeah, old school Weiger in a way. Mm. Yeah. Was that, was that like a period
1: of time? I mean, like I, I don't I know think
2: the, cannot, there was
1: a, and you know, some, some Disney, uh, some house of mouse acolyte out there will mm-hmm. probably know the exact history of, of when if, if goofy had a zat fig period but i think mm. he was i i really think that he that was probably like an episode where he just ate a bunch and he got fat and that was like uh. a joke that i'm that that's just my guess he plumped up a little bit but that wasn't a, a, a long period of so am i just life. on
2: episode one of my life <laughs> <laughs> when is the second episode gonna start i'm all thin again yeah that'd be great and you age up five years and you have a relationship with the
1: uh woman who took care of you when you were a boy wait what you know the classic episode one to episode two arc.
2: <laughs> I should have gotten that. Yeah, That's right. So I apologize. I didn't. Hey, Mitch. Right, yes, yeah, listen to let's introduce, let's our, introduce guest. our guest. Yeah, it's been too long. He's
1: an actor and stand-up comedian from Conan and At Midnight. His album Model Minority is available now. Joel Kim Booster. Hi, Joel. Hello.
0: Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh boy. <laughs> it's always great to see where these things are recorded. I really like that you have. Um, a picture of yourself on the, prominently yeah. displayed, Mitch. There, there, that's really uh, impressive to I, me. I,
2: I, you know, I I explained it. I, I, I just we touched on that in a recent episode with our with our buddy uh, Sheer. I I, I got to say this about it. it, it it's it's not inte- that oh. I I would never put up. First of all, I don't like looking at myself. If I had oh, no. my way, all mirrors would come down in the world. Oh mm. wow, oh, boy, that's um, bleak. look, and this isn't a pro vampire stance I have here. I'm not trying to get rid of the mirror so that vampires can blend in more with the regular mm-hmm. people. I'm saying this because I don't like to look at my body right, or my face. and This all those feels things. like a late-season
0: Black Mirror episode. <laughs> 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 Once they run out of all the ideas. They're going to get there soon enough. Oh, no. yeah. They're probably already there, I think.
2: I would never put a mean, I mean, like, it, it, this just happened naturally. And then, you know what? My mom saw it, and my mom liked
0: it. And then you got to keep it. And then I got to keep it. If mom likes it. Yeah, if
2: mom likes it. It's a conversation
1: piece. And Mitch, sure. you're, too, you're too hard on yourself about your looks. You're a good looking guy.
0: Yeah. Wow. You have terrible taste. Why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joel, you were telling us uh, before we started, you grew up in Chicago.
0: I did. Well, I grew up, to be fair to the people listening who okay. will call me out, I grew up in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. Okay. And then I did, to be fair, move there uh, to the city proper after college. and Got I it. There for many years. Um, but yeah, it was great. I love it. I what a, so a big food town, the Midwest, a big mm-hmm. food region. Is there?
1: You know, obviously everyone everyone talks about the pizza, the yeah. hot dogs, and and you know that that's. I think that's what people think about it. They Do you get, have any affection
0: for it? They get. Well, here is the thing. Like yes. I was started saying this before, but like I don't really like to delve into like uh, regional food debates. Because oh, interesting. I think it's stupid, but I will say a couple things about the foods of Chicago since I've moved. I lived in uh, New York for many years now, and now I just moved here. Right and. First of all, deep dish pizza is not Chicago pizza. Not in my mind. Chicago, real Chicago pizza is thin, very thin yeah. crust in squares. Like that is Chicago pizza and deep dish pizza yeah. shouldn't even be called pizza. Honestly, I right. like it. Mm-hmm. I like it, but it's not our pizza. Um, but a lot of people tweet that at us
2: that the, that the, they, they think a Chicago pie is more of a thin crust. Yeah. Uh, at a, f- a few places that I've got the, the, who, who sent us those pizzas now I can't remember that's rude of me Paisanos right and and the, there's like a thin crust there that I had that I love they sent us a freeze dried pie that thin yeah. crust was out of this world yeah it was it was, oh, it was, so it was delicious and and yeah no
0: that's that's funny that like a lot of people who live in Chicago are like I don't eat dip, deep dish nobody does no. I, I I think I've eaten deep dish when I lived in Chicago mm-hmm. I ate deep dish maybe twice it was mm-hmm. something growing up in the suburbs it was a much bigger thing I think because we were we bought into the lie of deep dish, um, <laughs> but it's like too much. Patch, it's right? Like who it's like, it's unwieldy. I can't yeah. do it. And I, but I will say this: Chicago hot dogs are the best. It's impossible to find a, a hot dog that is quite like a Chicago hot dog anywhere else in the country. Um, New York hot dogs are bullshit. Um, wow, they really, really are. It's it oh, so hard. Even anything like classify any. I hate this going will cause some. I'm going to tell you this cities. is going to cause some controversy. There's, oh <laughs> well. Come at me. Find me on Twitter. I hate Joel Cam. is my <laughs> handle. DM me. Literally, it's, they're, they're trash. And there are so many places in New York that would like sell a Chicago-style hot mm. dog, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and it was garbage. They're always wow. garbage. I, I actually just got back from Australia to like, uh, yesterday. The land down under. I, I went to... Excuse me, Nick. <laughs>
2: it's the land down under. You That's exci- such a
0: great dialect. I just,
2: I, just, I just also want to say that you excitedly yelled out the land Down Under when you heard that he was Came back from Australia
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey you know we have some Aussie Listeners I've right. I I partly got Australia on the brain because of uh, Joe Ingalls outstanding playoff performance and in, in, oh. uh, for the Utah jazz, oh. but sorry, I apologize. I was, I stepped on there. There was no reason for me to shout out the land down under. No. I derailed, I derailed what your anecdote. Go ahead. I,
0: it's, it feels pointless now. Um, <laughs> no,
1: I, in this show, we, <laughs> You're
0: right. I went to, I went to a, like a, a Coney, actually the, the park that Coney Island was based off of this park was built first. And then the same people oh, wow. went and went over and built uh Coney, Island, uh, the oldest roller coaster in that hemisphere, which is not a selling point for me personally, Uh, I don't, I wouldn't lead off with that. Literally, I'll get to the food in a second, but um, the person who runs the roller coaster, which is the same roller coaster at Coney Island, stands on the roller coaster the entire time. Like literally stands operating the roller coaster. Whoa. And it and it split our group because half the group was like, Well, if this dude's standing, then I feel fully safe because yeah. obviously if he can stand on it while it's going, then what what could happen to us? But I was so I was sitting right behind him as he was standing and I was so uncomfortable the whole time because I was like, he's gonna die. This man will die. <laughs> yeah, this man will fly off. How many employees do they lose every year to this roller coaster? <laughs> no, he's not like hooked into it at all. He's truly just Chilling on the roller coaster as it's going down these hills, standing and, in the like, front of the car, crazy. in the middle of it, in, in the, the middle, middle of it. it. Wow! Yeah. And it uh, it was wild, and I hated every second of it. It <laughs> was I couldn't enjoy the roller coaster because I was so concerned for his safety. But I got I went and I ordered a hot dog from the thing, and I'll show you guys the picture later. But it is it was the most disgusting thing I've ever uh. seen visually um it tasted terrible orally mm-hmm. i mean it was making sounds um <laughs> just every sense was bad but yeah uh, hot dogs are a big deal for me claudia our, our, we had Claudio odardi on here and she mm-hmm. and she kind of
2: said that she gave australian food a little bit of a hard time
1: but what it, what is it great.
2: what about the hot dog specifically was so it was repulsive? um
0: it was so much bigger than you could ever imagine. Okay. It was, and it, and not lengthwise, like width-wise. It was w- wider than a sausage. Mm-hmm. And it sort of, Eek. it curved in a very phallic way, okay. which as a gay person should have done something. For, <laughs> I should have liked it more than I did. Oh, and then weirdly, so like, I actually, I ordered the hot dog and they sort of, the way that it, it was described, it sounded like a New York hot dog with mustard mm-hmm. and sauerkraut. Right. And that, and that sounded good to me. Uh, They put all the sauerkraut and mustard in like the bun, piled on the bun, and then set the hot dog on top Uh, of the bun. So it's not even practical... To eat, like you, you guys, will right. flip when I show you the pic.
1: That's what that's one of those things where that's just like the, the it, it's, it's like the game of telephone that resulted in yeah. that food. It's like not really the way you would do it, and just a, just enough is different where it's not at all an accurate representation right. of what the, of how it should
2: be. I think this is just the classic thing if it's it's Australia down under, and then the the they put it in reverse. They've got the, they <laughs> <Right>. got the <laughs> ingredients
0: in there first, and, and then the hot dog. Yeah. It's it's like how the toilets go backwards down there. Now, mm. obviously, Claudia has more context for this than I do because she's from there, but I've been now to Sydney and Melbourne mm-hmm. for extended periods of time and um, Melbourne less so than Sydney by far. Melbourne's actually like a pretty decent food city, but Sydney, I mean the food is just not great. Yeah. By and large, it's pretty bad. That's a I don't understand what happened. It's a, well, it's a giant prison country. <laughs> <laughs> so you get prison style food, prison style food. Yeah. That isn't,
2: that, is, isn't that originally what it was? It
0: was just, it was like, a prison. Yeah, colony, it was yeah. a penal colony. Yeah. yeah. Mm and then they they really turned it around. They made it, they <laughs> built a roller coaster. They built a crazy <laughs> roller coaster, and yeah, I was in
2: Disney with my mom and sister. Just just not as
0: cool as Australia, but uh, yeah, not, yeah.
2: It, it is. It, we want to. We we plan on going to Australia. We we're gonna we were gonna go this summer. I don't know. There's a big discussion about. It. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Um, my mom heard about the hot dogs down there, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, I was just thinking about standing, like, we we rode Space Mountain. My mom almost died. Uh, I mean, she, like, was like, I'll do it. And then she, at the end of it, she was like, oh. oh," And, like, was like, I can't, like, if it went again, like, maybe my mom would have had to have medical assistance or something, it just stressed but, her out so much. Or yeah, you know, the riding in that ride, I'm just just thinking of someone standing up. I'm like, I feel like if you stood up
0: in that ride, you'd lose your head, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, well, like a, the other thing, like there were parts of the roller coaster where if a, you couldn't put your hands up because mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're, it was not a well designed roller coaster, and I am not into wood like any sort of roller coaster that gets shut down in the rain. Like, yeah, right. Come on,
1: <laughs> those rickety wooden roller if coasters. If rain can yes.
0: take you out, then it's not it's not safe. I don't think I think yeah. I should get rid of it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Why, what do you do in the rain? I would. What do I do in the rain? Yeah, you know, with your inner circuits and all.
1: I tell you, it's, that's the only time I'm happy. Me You're only happy Man- when it- me and Shirley Manson. He's <laughs> <laughs> in a pod. Uh, there was that. What are you, you guys were talking about getting a, uh, you know, having some sort of injury from standing up in a roller coaster, and there actually is some sort of law on the books, or some sort of test they do, because there was that that water park. I, mean, I was I was looking it up real quick. Oh god, um, where that guy that kid got beheaded? Oof. It's so grisly. By the
2: way, I just want to I just want to give a little background on this. Weiger talked about this for a good like six or so days <laughs> of of the boy who was beheaded. It is it, it's I horrifying. I'll say this: it is a horrifying, terrible thing, but
1: but also a fascinating story because every element about it the world's tallest water slide they built in kansas at uh uh, a a schlitterbahn water park which is like a micro yeah it's like a micro chain that's kind of janky but the thing that's crazy about it is that the designers were just these ambitious guys who had no engineering experience oh that's great so yeah (laughs) so they 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 like basically made this death trap and then you know like people were getting injured for years on this thing, like horrible neck injuries and like broken limbs and they just covered it up. They just like made their young staff just like cover like their lifeguards and their their people who work at the nursing station. They just made them cover it up until there was one whistleblower. And then that uh, happened around the same time. This kid got like this 10 year old kid who happened to be the son of a prominent politician um, literally got beheaded going down this (laughs) waterslide.
0: this is crazy. Yeah. I feel like the true villains in this piece are the life, the, the people that were the, like who has such loyalty to a water park <laughs> <laughs> that they're like, no, we have to keep our mouths shut and protect. Yeah, this. Right. Like, that's a good point. Well, I had a lot of jobs at 16 and I w- did not care enough about any of them to let people get injured on them without <laughs> saying something. I wonder
2: if I, I wonder if I would have been one of the brainwashed. I, I bet you, I probably would have hit, hit <laughs> secrets for them.
1: I would Yeah. <laughs> I think I could. I, I think as a kid, I could have very easily covered something up if they were just like, Hey, the, kid, the guy broke his toe. It's fine. We gave him a free pass. Like, yeah, just, just, you know, I think I could, I could may, probably be talking to him. I like my, to think like I'd be the good, you know, I'd be like, Oh, no, I'd be son? the guy who'd stand up for it. No, not the good son. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, it was bad news.
2: Oh, yeah. The good son was bad.
1: Yeah. The,
2: I, I mean, I the think regular I, son was good. Yeah.
1: I think I was the regular son. Yeah.
2: I'm good. And I'm a little bit more
1: like Mac. This isn't
0: my story to tell, so I won't use any of the names, but I will tell it. Um, But um, a friend of mine, when he was young, went to Disneyland and they went to the water park there, the polar. What is it? I'm not Oh yes, Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I went went, there too, I believe. He
0: he went down one of the water slides. So it it was one of the ones where they had to climb up and his older brother went down first and then it was him and his mom and his older brother's head got impaled on something. Good God. And he didn't die, but in order because it was so tall they they were like the quickest way to get down is to go down the slide so they him and his mom had to go down the slide through his brother's blood and then by the time they got down to the bottom literally they like took him to the hospital and like what by the time they got to the hospital disney was there with like six lawyers like black cars everything And, and he's fine but like they go to disney now they can go for life for free uh, whenever oh. they want. They just like can't, they like couldn't sue Disney ever. And everything is fine. Although it, my friend says his brother um, is a little more aggressive. Now, oh and wow, they, and they oh, wow. they'll always wonder if it was because he was impaled at Disney. Yeah, Um yeah, maybe he's had like minor brain trauma. Yeah, but he's his like otherwise fine. Like has That's a job, crazy. is doing great, is thriving hmm. as much as a person. Can Jesus, impaling, impaling and you get lifetime free. I know, <laughs> and, and the thing is, is like you do weigh it because you're like, well, if he's mostly fine, and it's like, anything, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, and also, like, maybe the impaling would take
2: out, like, some of my anxiety or like, some of the bad part of yeah, my brain. Yeah, that's a roll of the dice, I think, <laughs> for
0: you.
1: I just wonder what, yeah, would no. be, what would be strong enough to penetrate your skull.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish I could remember the specifics of what impaled him yeah. on the water slide, but unfortunately, because, again, it's not my story to tell, yeah. I am leaving out some important details of what exactly... It could impale you on a water slide i'm surprised nick you and i
2: haven't ridden one of these death rides like uh we should we should ride that Schlitterbond bond slide or whatever and i don't think you can ride it anymore no he's been closed down i can't ride many slides i feel like <laughs> <laughs> they call me the clogger <laughs> <laughs>
1: that guy's gonna go straight to the earth's core <laughs> We uh, uh yeah I I I will say that story and I was literally grabbing the sides of my face as you were telling it because it, it's horrifying. I to me there's there's something so grisly and unnerving specifically about the roller coaster slash theme park mishap that results in someone being maimed or killed yeah. because the whole thing that's fun about theme parks is like oh it's the the perceived danger it's mm-hmm. like oh I'm being I, I'm being, you know, I'm like, I'm like having fun, but I'm not actually in danger. I think I'm scared, but there's, there's no real danger. But then, but then you read about these things and like, it happens so frequently. It's like if you, you like went to see horror movies and then like one out of every hundred thousand people that saw a horror movie, like the, the killer in the movie, like killed yeah. that
2: person. Jason was, jumped out of the screen
1: and killed them. There was like a one, there was like a 0. 00001 <laughs> Like the beginning of scream two. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Someone gets murdered in a bathroom at yeah. a horror movie. One in 10 times.
2: I won tickets to Scream 2 mm-hmm. on a, uh, d- not WZLX, but
0: WBCN. That seems like a trap.
2: Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think it was a weird. I got there, and I-, I was underage, and they just like let me in because I wasn't I wasn't 18 yet. But it was like one of those things. I called into a radio show and like, won. I'd never done that and have-, have since never done that. But I called in and won tickets to a Scream 2 premiere. Well, and that is, you know what? Because it was like a premiere and stuff like that, that, that opening was that worked really well. Yeah, I yeah. can watch. Uh, and then also the Waynes brothers, they did their version of it too. They was, famously sent it up. They famously. And that was a lot of fun. We're great. Like Those saw, early
0: scary movies are so good. They
2: made me laugh a lot. You saw a CGI dick go through a guy's <laughs> Go through a guy's ear? Yes, I yeah. I think it went in one. It went in one ear and came out the other. It ear. like yeah, like tickles his. It's like a glory hole
1: situation. Like tickles his ear and then uh-huh. it goes in and penetrates his skull. And then I think you think he's dead. And then he comes back later with his ear bandage. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I don't know if it goes all the way through to the other side.
0: Anna Ferris. I think it does. What a discovery! I know oh, man. the first Anna Faris yeah. movie. How yeah. about that? Well, but, not the first one, but what, how about no, that the early one? I think so those are big breakout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: Hey, shout out to those early scary movies. One and two.
0: Rewatch them. I have no idea if they hold up. They might not. So please don't hold up. Let us know.
1: Hashtag uh, the scary movies do or do not hold up.
0: I I, I hate theme parks. I hate roller coasters. Mm -hmm. I never took a physics class, so I don't understand how roller coasters work. And so, therefore, don't trust them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm constantly afraid I'm going to die. But go too frequently like i just went my friend forced me to go on his birthday to six flags and we Uh. rode everything twice because it was raining in a tuesday afternoon oh wow and i did begrudgingly had a lot of fun but every single time i think he wanted to kill me because i was just like every time i was like how many have died on this ride specifically (laughs) i don't trust it (laughs) did you ride riddler's revenge uh maybe that might have been it was it was raining so it might have been closed they like randomly closed some of them but that does sound like one of the ones that we rode
1: there's a batman ride i, I haven't been to six flags in like 15 years but there's a batman ride and yeah. then there's the riddler's revenge which they built as a response i think to the batman ride mm. but there there's this weird and i don't know they still have it but the club music from the line queue at riddler's revenge is like stuck in my head it's like it's like the mario theme it's just like a, a ditty that just comes to my head sometimes i'm a few bars uh. This
2: is, doing this doing is, doing is truly insane. Two more minutes of this. <laughs> this. This is truly
0: <laughs> a nightmare and insane. I, that music doesn't. I feel like I would remember that music, okay. so I feel like we didn't ride that one. But I or, or you fun. know what? You could be like a normal human and not remember <laughs> the music at all. The, not, the, not the, the sad thing yet. about Six Flags is that it just looks like the the. Properties that they are allowed to have, yes, are so sad. And like, Uh I feel like there's like a some like I like Mrs. Taz that they created for Six Flags, (laughs) and like. And then, and then they. Have superheroes, I, I, I
2: saw her, and my jaw dropped down to the ground, and, and heart shot. Out <laughs> I saw Mr. She Taz. is thick.
0: <laughs> um, and then yeah. they have like the all, even most of the superhero properties. If you look at like any of the art, it's the it, it was updated in like 2010. Yeah, yeah, it's like almost a decade old. Everything looks. It feels like you're not. A
2: good time. It's funny that like '90s has a very you know a, like a a very certain aesthetic to it, and then '90s stuff and uh, then 2000 stuff is just kind of like shitty. It's just kind of like shitty looking.
1: It was a weird. It's a era. weird time. It was I, like I
2: feel, I feel like the Whoville at Universal or something is is '90s or like a. Uh, like a just a shitty. It just doesn't look great. Everything is kind of aged poorly
1: from yeah. that, like like very early two thousands, because it's like mm. you know, like what, like the biggest bands were like stained and like <laughs> limp Bizkit. <laughs> it was like this weird, like rap rock was like this big oh. thing in music, and then the movie, like the early CG, like looks so bad in movies, like yeah. if, like the Mummy Two, the CG in the Mummy Two looks awful. It just ages nice as well. Is it
2: that is that the is that the rock?
1: That's the rocks one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they have a CG the, the, the rock. The Scorpion in it. King. Yeah, oh, the Scorpion yeah, King. The CG Scorpion bad. King looks awful. Yeah, it's like PlayStation it One cinematic level, and it's like was in a movie.
0: I, I I took a a yoga class yesterday, and it was advertised as like it's it's like music is played and it's like mm-hmm. upbeat music and I was thinking it was gonna be like Katy Perry and I was like that sounds fun like that sounds like an energetic class and literally I walk in and the guy is he's like in his 40s and he sounds like he's from Jersey and he's like You're good. you got a real good practice you got a real good real practice <laughs> and the music was lit, was literally stained Pearl Jam Like every that kind. And I was like, this is not what I expected from a yoga class that where it advertised like fun, upbeat music, right. POD. Um, It, uh, it was actually honestly that was a highlight for me though doing doing a do- downward dog to i feel so alive i did feel so alive I, I was like this actually fits i don't mind this
1: that would really catch me off guard because I, I do yoga and i feel like the the music the music is always like kind of like hotel lobby yes, it's like very yeah.
2: like sort of you know My question why do you do yoga you got you've gotten the one move that you really ever wanted all right calm down <laughs>
1: okay uh, come on uh,
2: he whispered it off mic. i did a, a uh, 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 uh uh what's it called the cycling v- soul cycle soul ah, cycle right i did I- a can... soul i did a soul cycle class and let me tell you not it was not good it was not the first of all it was like a like me and then a couple guys that that like uh, I was there with Van mm-hmm. uh, and a buddy Van Roby show uh, <laughs> good uh, good pronunciation. Uh, he talked th- me through it once. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it seems like you learned it. Uh, va- a Van and a couple other people and you know you put on the weird shoes and everything like that. And then there's like of course like these beautiful people, oh, right. men yeah. and women who just look great. And I got on the bike and. I almost made it through that whole class. There was like five minutes left, and mm-hmm. I was like, "I had to get the instructor." I was like, "Get, like, I need to get off the bike." I could never. And 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 it and like he couldn't get me off the bike. It was like, like a disaster. Your feet are like bolted in, right? Your feet are bolted in. It's it's a it was a night. It's like that was. I know we bring up Freddie on the show a lot, but it's mm-hmm. like that's what Freddie would do to me. He'd bolt my feet to an exercise bike mm. and make me work. Like and I, I just spin to win, bitch.
0: I I think I, I I think because I grew up and I was so not athletic or good and mm-hmm. like had such bad experiences in like gym classes and shit. Yeah. And now I I like I can't be in a group fitness class where someone's really enthusiastic I mean yoga aside like yoga doesn't feel like they're really watching you though like yeah. uh, it just I get right. I'm very bad I have asthma I would just be so bad and then yeah. their enthusiasm I think would have the reverse effect that it's supposed to have on me I would just be resentful yeah that. yeah I don't want to fuck off yeah I, I, so, I just grating
1: fully agree with you yeah because it is the thing about the a yoga class is it's like remarkably self-conscious because you're not self-conscious for a group fitness setting because everyone is so uh, kind of in their own yeah. world versus like i've done more of the the high intensity interval training like oh. fit group fitness classes and mm. that to me i just like Man, I, I get why people are, like, enthusiastic and happy here, but, like, I don't, I don't want to high-five everybody. Like, that's just, like, too, like, i just, like, yeah. this is not the mood I'm in when I'm exercising. So no CrossFit for you ever? No, I don't think I could quite, it's just not the, quite the right energy for me. I think I need something a little bit more restrained. I mm. like
0: being by myself when I work out. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't want
2: anyone to look at me, similar to this mirror thing we talked about <laughs> earlier. I don't want to be seen, looked at thought of in any way exactly I would work out I, I you know the one thing I do like about it is the darkness I'd love to work out in the darkness Ooh, yeah. mm. I'd love to do I, I like I said before Sun
0: if the sun went away for a year or so, I'd be fine with it. You're giving me an idea for a great business model, which is just a gym that is pitch black with no mirrors. <laughs> it's half sensory deprivation, half, half a gym. Very dangerous. Lots I mean, of it, it injuries. It seems like it would be,
2: <laughs> there would be a lot of injuries. Heavy lots weights of, lifting yeah, in the dark. Lots of kettlebells
0: being swung about
2: in the pitch black. <laughs> I would sign up. I feel like that's a good, that that is right up my alley to not be seen. Um, Nick, I was going to say to you. Yes. When are we? When are we gonna have our Anna Faris breakout? You and me. <laughs> when, when are we gonna have our star turn?
1: Yeah. Well, this, I'd say we're too. Oh, we're it. too old. Yeah. This is it. This is it. This, this is, is, is the it? peak.
2: <laughs> this is it. This is our scary movie. Yeah. This episode with Joel. <laughs> oh my God.
0: You're welcome, you guys. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Um, so, I want to. we're, we're going to talk Olive Garden today, which I know you worked at, but mm-hmm. I, before we, we get into that, you are a fan of the chain Hooters. Oh, yeah. What is it about Hooters <laughs> that makes you a, 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 a an excited patron?
0: Um, I think, well, A, it, I do think the wings are really good at Hooters. They do have good wings. I, yeah, right? I think yeah. they have a great wing, and mm-hmm. I do think there, it is like a cheeky sort of like, this is not for me. You know, yeah, and I sure. love going into places that aren't for me. That's I funny. love forcing my way into spaces that I'm that that are not designed for me, <laughs> um, and so that was always fun. And we did, it was started in college because like one of my fr- I went to theater school and one of my friends who is another gay man would always every year have his birthdays at Hooters and just as like a bit. And that mm-hmm. was like early, uh, like us understanding what comedy was. And like <laughs> for us, a joke, all it, all it needed to be was just us going to Hooters. And that was enough of a bit for us. Still pretty fun. Um, yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> Um, but then we like I generally really liked it and I think those girls are so lovely and especially when they know that you are not there to ogle or touch them. They just chill out. Yeah, they really just like suddenly their posture changes (laughs) Uh, you see I love the relief on their eyes and you just shoot the shit with them and like Mm -hmm. they're fun. They're Mm -hmm. fun. It's a good time place.
2: It's Hooters is I mean as a a heterosexual man male with probably negative testosterone uh, (laughs) like uh, Hooters doesn't hooters has never appealed to me in the way of like one it is awkward like that whole thing part of it is like i'm like oh man i don't know if i i I don't know if i should feel bad. i do i do feel bad but then also i don't know if i should feel bad right and i don't want to be creepy
1: i'm not comfortable being flirtatious
2: with a woman who's like
1: interested in me let alone like a woman
2: who's like that's
0: that you put it perfect well because i think the culture has moved forward enough that it's embarrassing it's embarrassing to go to hooters to actually use hooters for the way it was created and intended to be like for like the people that it's for you watch them in hooters and you're like how do you live with yourself (laughs) (laughs) literally put up some more mirrors in hooters so that they can see how stupid they look (laughs) well it's also the funny thing to be like
2: like uh stuffed as like stuffed as fuck eating like greasy food and then trying to be like that's the worst way like for, like that combination of
0: like sexy with them being yeah, stuffed yeah. on like there's beefy nothing, nothing I sucks. like better than being around people who make me hard than when I'm gassed. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I love to be gassy and hard uh, like, you know, great right?
1: get super full off of chili cheese fries and then have a boner and jack off with your hand covered in wing. sauce. Oh. just like, <laughs> the most disgusting combination yeah yeah i uh <laughs> i like i I agree the old spice rub eh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah i don't I don't quite get it, I don't quite get the, like the merging, and it's also there's alcohol too that's the other thing, so people mm-hmm. are getting drunk, so it's like you're getting you're, like all your vices are covered it's like like you're Ugh. horny and you're drunk and then you're full of like bad food. you gotta separate those vices keep them se- separate se-
2: separate them up yeah
1: make yeah, them and yeah.
2: t- pick, pick two
1: of three mm-hmm. you know what pick one yeah pick one
2: two of
0: three <laughs> yeah two of three does seem a bit
2: excessive yeah.
0: <laughs> um I worked I've worked at a couple of chains that you guys have covered on oh, this cool. restaurant actually or on this podcast yeah the, uh, uh uh Quiznos was a big you one you worked at Quiznos wow. I did work at Quiznos and Subway Wow. Um. And Coldstone Creamery. Wow. That, um, was actually I came out because of Coldstone Creamery. Cold Stone Creamery for me was like in my town at least was like the underground railroad for gay teens. Like everyone. Oh, really? Enjoyed. Wow. Like, because they open and it's not like uh, I moved to New York and quickly found out that Cold Stones are not all created equal. Um. But like when you're in a small suburban Cold Stone, it, they mm-hmm. really do adhere to like. Every they they didn't have job interviews. They like went to the theater programs at the high schools and were like, "We're holding auditions to work at Coldstone," uh, oh, and yeah. like that was really appealing to yeah. like loser kids um, in my town. And so like the three high schools it was just purely staffed by the kids who were in the drama departments at the three high schools in my town. And so I went and worked there. I was still homeschooled when I worked there. That was my last job being into homeschool. And then after like a summer of working there, I was like, I need to go to school. I need to like do uh, like, I need to have like a legit drama program because I was doing like community theater at the time. And then my parents are like, sure. And then literally I went to public school and within a month i came out of the closet and smoked weed for the first time and drank for the first time it was all their fears realized oh. <laughs> um, and and all is all thanks to cold stone Creamery. that's insane yeah what did you uh, fucking public goddamn public school yeah. it's true what they say it really it they are indoctrinating kids uh, <laughs> at least mine was
1: is it so like it, you're you're at cold stone, this is like it's fascinating to me that you're saying they're holding auditions was that because of like it is kind of a, I guess theatrical performance yeah. thing working there was they that the, really, the the, the reason really we had it?
0: wanted to push the like performance aspect got of it. it like we not only would we sing when we t- when we were tipped like we would create like group dances and like like it, we went all in a little too much in honestly that sounds sounds pretty
1: fun though for a um, high school job oh god
0: it was the best job to have in high school and then i got fired because i called my manager a bitch but you know that's a different story (laughs) i didn't realize she was a 19 year old mormon married Uh, to a 31 year old oh my god wow stephanie hook i'll use her full name she was a villain she was a full villain um nick do you hear that
2: married to a 31 year old what is that? What do you, what do you, I'm just implying? saying it's a 19 year old, and a 31 year old, you can get married to someone that age.
1: Yeah, I know that. What are you trying? What are you implying? Are
2: you married to a 19?
1: No, I have my wife is older than me. <laughs> she's slight, she's 11 days older than me, implying that I'm fantasizing about having some. Decade,
2: uh, size, I was just, age difference. I was just repeating the information to you. Okay? Well, you were emphasizing it That's for me fair. as th- if for my benefit. I think you and I should go to work at Coldstone because it seems like it's a it, it can awaken uh, the your li- like it seems like a life awakening place yeah. in many ways.
0: <laughs> mm. life, it get of, life affirming. Life yeah. affirming. It,
2: it would get us maybe out of this
0: business, and then. It, it was humiliating because I got fired from the Cold Stone and then worked at the Quiznos directly mm. behind the Cold Stone. Wow! Um, which was a real downgrade. So wow. like on the other yeah. like the
1: other side of the block, basically. So there's a
0: strip mall, okay? And then there was the a freestanding Cold Stone like right in the parking lot of oh, the Cold wow. St- of, of the the strip mall, basically, and and I just moved back to. Hmm. Quiznos before that, then. That's an interesting.
1: I had a freestanding Cold Stone. I feel like I, I haven't know. seen a lot of those. That's an interesting layout. And,
0: uh, well, I guess it was like it was in this It was like freestanding with one other thing, like a okay. T-Mobile store, or something got like it. that, like a smaller strip mall in front of the bigger strip mall. So a you baby were, strip mall.
1: were you at Quiznos before Subway, and and, and yes. your first food service job was was Cold Stone.
0: Uh, no, my first food service job was Dippin' Dots. At oh the my mall, god! Which I also got fired from, and then went directly into working at Cold Stone. <laughs> Um, I got fired from a lot of jobs, you guys. <laughs> and not all of them because I was bad. Some of them because I was bad. But the Dippin' Dots was weird. It was a Dippin' Dots, Dippin Dots sta- stall in the mall, just a very like four by four square. Right. And they <laughs> fired me because I wasn't doing enough work on the down when there weren't customers. And my question to that is it's what exactly was I supposed to be doing <laughs> when I wasn't serving Dippin' Dots? Like, yes. she, but my boss, like, hid out in a in a Verizon store, like, catty corner from the stall, mm. and watched us all day. And apparently, I was the one who did the a least. spying boss? I know. It was so lame. And I was you like... You got some weird bosses over there. I, I, it's the Midwest. Every boss is weird. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And then after Quiznos Subway, I worked at Family Video, which is a video rental store. No food. Hey, I, I got to say... You sing, you sang at Cold Stone.
2: Then you went and worked at the famously Toasties Quizno. Sounds like a song of ice and fire, Nick. Oh my God,
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh Jesus, this, is,
2: this took a turn.
0: <laughs>
2: this took a real turn. A song,
0: singing at mm-hmm. Cold Stone of ice, Cold Stone and fire. No, I we got it. Yeah, we. <laughs> It was pretty like on paper. It reads. It's just not.
1: <laughs> Nick, I, think, I, I think that's how uh, a young George R. 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 Martin <laughs> conceived his series. <laughs> and it conveniently, was... Mitch, you look like a young George R. R. R.
3: Martin. <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> uh,
2: a Jar Jar. I like Jar Jar R. R. Martin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that we should work at Coldstone, Yes. Figure out our life path. Get out of uh, get out of comedy. Yeah, think, I'm down for that. Yeah, I don't know if Cold Stone is
1: necessarily the. I mean, maybe that is the the calculus. great maybe performance is what I need to
0: I, opportunities at Cold Stone.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, you know like,
2: what? We, we we went recently. Well, you know, Nick Rutherford, uh, uh, which was maybe the will be the what about most recent episode? Most yes. re- recent episode. He also worked at at Cold Stone, and he he too loved it. Every, I feel like everyone who works there loves it. We went though. He, he, he like, met his girlfriend there. He Met his girlfriend yeah. there. He said he he yeah. said he, that he like really came out of his shell when he was working there. Um. everybody's coming out at a cold sun different things <laughs> <laughs> but we went
0: and they don't really sing anymore yeah it's a well, I, think it's, now. I think it's, it's I, I actually think it's because we're in cities and adults are working there because there are no employment opportunities but mm-hmm. you go to a, a suburb where like teens are still working at them and I think it probably is still like a, like that vibe at least right the last now. time I went home it is but like once you have full grown adults who are are working there because you know the economy, it's not. It's a less yeah. um, light and fancy. And then you don't want to make them sing. No, yeah, no, yeah. God no. no. Like I would go to one. I went to one once in New York City, and like near Times Square, and it was just. It was so sad. It was like going to a women's prison. It was not oh, boy. a good experience. Oh man. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's a bummer. I, I yeah, it, it is because like that is like it, it's supposed to have this sort of joyful vibe, and then when you have people who don't really want to be there, which is understandable. Um, yeah, that 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 kind of removes that element. But so well, let, let's talk about Quiznos and Subway real quick because I'm 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 interested in the 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 compare and contrast between the mm-hmm. two. Which one did you like more? And and do you have like are these still places oh, you question. will you will go eat at after your experience um, working there?
0: I liked working at Quiznos better. I. Th- still eat at subway all the fucking time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually It's convenient, man. It's convenient. I ate Subway so much in Melbourne. I was so embarrassed. I did it in secret when I was alone cuz I didn't need anyone else to know that I flew halfway across the world to eat at fucking <laughs> Subway. <laughs> but like, I have a very specific diet and like Subway happens to fit within those dietary needs sometimes. Yeah. And it was just nice what, to What's your, what's your go-to? Little, at a um, Subway. Chicken Just like chicken, but I, I prefer an Italian sub. Yeah. If if I'm, if I'm really splurging, I love Italian Italian. sub is not bad. It's not bad, but it's like, like, uh, conservatively 17 times the amount of sodium a human being needs uh, in one day, Yeah, uh, which is the problem with all fast food, but I, I fucking love a good and then once they, once Subway started toasting subs, it's like. Why do we need any Quiznos anymore?
1: They really mm-hmm. like they Cause Quiznos was really pushing that toaster oven. Mm-hmm. And then like, you, like within a year they had toasters at every subway. And that, that was like, they, they, they Quiznos thought they had their ace in the hole. And then subway was like, we got toasters.
0: Yeah. Now. It's fine. You think you don't have a patent on, on toasters.
1: Yeah. It was like a, it was like a horse's tail batting away a fly. It was and, just, it was an incredible display of strength.
2: And you know, Quiznos had that little rat creature as a mascot. Was oh, kinda, right. It was kind of confusing. I it was forgot weird. about that. And then Subway, of course, had the wonderful Jared, the, oh. uh, the siren. He was Boy, the siren man. song that pulled people into. You have not,
1: you have not kept up oh, with the news. No, no You no. are not aware of what's gone oh, on. No. I
2: accused Jared of being what he was before he, before it was clear what he was. I always thought he was a creep. I, I, this you is just true. He was
1: a creepy, weird guy. Yeah. yeah. I never Maybe liked didn't
2: him. Didn't know. Didn't specifically
1: know what, yeah. Is. Who
0: walks to subway every day? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know what he was to me as a big guy yeah it was like one of those fake fat like it was like one of those like i was like looking at him i was just like you look like putty it doesn't it doesn't look like you did like, like it like you're reaping all the benefits of losing this weight which look it was an accomplishment to anyone who's lost weight out there and obviously there was, but it just there was something that seemed unhealthy about him it it seemed like a, he seemed like a shortcut man
1: he lost a lot of weight but maybe hadn't done the full body transformation to the point where you're like oh wow that guy looks great there was, was just something like about oh, i just want to punch better. the guy
2: in the fucking face and right. it turned out i was right he, he sucks mm. and also he was the mascot of sub he, i mean he was basically the mascot of subway they put so much of their brand so on his shoulders oh, yeah they yes. really did
1: like 20 years they were like this is our guy you it's, gotta
2: diversify yeah. subway it's it's funny because i feel like if quiznos had made it like subway start toasting quiznos went away basically right i think i feel like that's it kind of it still exists happened. but it's
1: it's receded a lot i i mean i saw like in kind of the for me it was just such a fuck you is that they there a quiznos in uh in santa monica got turned into a subway Ooh, wow. and that that's was such dark. just like like you know like we destroyed, we destroyed you. You. i yeah.
0: and this is actually this is almost more problematic than eating at subway more but my favorite sub chain cuz i fucking love a sub is Jimmy John's. I so, like. I like Jimmy, Jimmy John's, John's. is food. so good. And, yeah. yeah. And talk about a villain. The man right. who owns Jimmy John's is like yeah. aggressively like, and he knows it, and he loves it. Yeah. 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 Um, not a good man. Not a good man at all. But you know what? There is no ethical consumption under capitalism. I'm sorry. That's true. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and I. But oh god, I. I love. And the thing is, is where I went to school, there were three restaurant restaurants, quote unquote, that you could go to and use your meal plan at, mm-hmm. that were like basically on campus, but slightly off, and that was a Quiznos, a Subway and a Jimmy John's. Yes. <laughs> so, we were well fed with subs. Oh, but you know what we have you guys have out here that we didn't have when I was growing up that I actually have fallen in love with a little bit. It's near my apartment is Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Jersey I Mike's I Jersey think Jersey, Jersey Mike's, Mike's is pretty good. Of
2: all of this of all of like the big cha- like I don't I don't like Jimmy John's. I should have made that clear. Whoa. I I don't like it. They I mean the the added fact of that guy being a piece of shit doesn't help. I'll choose Subway, I guess, over all of them. I haven't had Quiznos and over a decade there's no reason to go anymore yeah there's not
0: a lot of they still they're still going strong in the midwest whenever i am like touring in the midwest i see a lot of quiznos right but we don't have a lot we
2: don't have like potbelly and a few other things that like some oh potbelly
0: is good too yeah
2: yeah but i feel like i feel like jersey mike's is probably the best non like local sub chain that we have out here right i think it's up there i like here's what i like about jersey mike's
1: Mm -hmm. I, i think their sandwiches are pretty good but i also like that you can get that sub in a tub and I feel what? like that's like, like, yeah, it's, it's like the only, I feel like, sandwich chain that offers a, a legit kind of low-carb, no-bread option, oh, which okay. is they just give you all the fixings basically as a
2: salad in a, in a bowl. Do you know what I do? I order a regular sub. I eat it in my tub. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. No
1: <laughs> Mitch, my friend, you ever walk in a store and have no idea what wine to get?
2: Yeah, every time. Me too. And I love wine. That's why
1: I love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Wow. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines
2: however often you'd like for a fraction of the price you'd normally pay in stores. Wow. How do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-your-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would pay in-store. By cutting out the traditional retail middlemen costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. As a
1: result, you'll get exclusive access to hundreds of top-quality, award-winning wines at huge savings, making Naked Wines perfect for any type of wine drinker. Hey, you know what Mm. I love about Naked Wines? What's that, Wise? They have a lot of my favorite varietals. In fact, my favorite wine, Naked Wine, sent me was the Cabernet Sauvignon. The wine is so good, and it's such a good deal.
2: Wow, Wags! You know, i not a huge wine drinker. They sent me a few different wines, and it was fun for me to taste different types of wines and types. And you know what? It's helping me to learn.
1: You might all of a sudden be like, "Hey, I like a Chenin Blanc. I didn't know I was gonna like that."
2: Wags, I'm learning.
1: That's bi- that's huge for you. Naked Wines has been around for over 10 years and funds over 90
2: independent winemakers. With no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. Wow. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So we're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to
1: nakedwines.com slash doughboys and click enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in Doughboys for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just thirty-nine ninety nine with shipping included. That's one hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle. That's nakedwines.com slash doughboys and use the code and password doughboys and grab six bottles for just thirty-nine ninety nine. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash doughboys code and password doughboys for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Easy peasy. Today's episode is sponsored by Lucy. Lucy is made for your nicotine routine and delivered straight to your door. It's 100% pure nicotine and always
2: tobacco free. Plus, Lucy has options. Choose your form, pouches, breakers, or gum. Then choose your strength, 2 milligrams, 12 milligrams. Then choose your flavor, mint, apple, ice, espresso, mango, and more. Save yourself from the weekly
1: gas station stop and sign up for a monthly subscription to save 15% off. There's no commitment. You can cancel
2: anytime. Lucy breakers are what sets Lucy apart. Breakers are nicotine pouches, but with a tiny capsule inside. The capsule contains liquid flavor that saturates the pouch before it's even in use. Pop the breaker in your mouth, break it with your teeth,
1: get it situated, and boom! Instant nicotine release when you need it. Now, Mitch, you and I are often texting with our good friend Raimondi. Mm-hmm. Raimondi was telling us that
2: he has a favorite Lucy flavor. It is mango. That's He's right. He's crazy for mango. He's crazy for mango. You know what? If you ask him who his favorite SNL character was and his favorite Lucy flavor, it's the same answer. And hey, one fan says, the berry citrus is juicy as heck. So much
1: flavor being tossed around, it's like an orgasm in my mouth. Thank you, Lucy. You
2: so juicy. Damn. Let's level up your nicotine routine with Lucy. Go to Lucy.co slash Doughboys and use promo code Doughboys to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's Lucy.co and use code Doughboys to get 20% off and always
1: free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Mitch, do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? I do, and you know where it's usually going? Dave Thomas's pockets. Well, I know where mine is going, it's all those subscriptions. Mm. Think about it, between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, parenting apps, it's Wen- endless. Wendy's monthly? <laughs> I'm guilty of this, you're guilty of this. Mm. So we use Rocket Money to help us find out what subscriptions we're actually spending money on. And for me, it was
2: eye-opening, and I had them cancel the ones I didn't want anymore. And that includes Doughboy's Patreon. Yeah, immediately. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the
1: phone with customer
2: service. But also... Rocket Money even tries to get you a refund of the last couple months of wasted money, negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest.
1: Rocket Money has over 5 million users and helped save its members an average of
2: $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Wow. Wow. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. That's rocketmoney.com slash doughboys rocket money slash doughboys
1: Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Joel Kim Booster, who worked at the Olive Garden this week's I chain did. for two whole years. Two years. Yeah. Wow. wow. So what? It, this is this is. It, it sounds like you had a series of food industry jobs, and was this your first? Uh, what, what exactly were you doing there? Were you a host? Were you? A I waiter? was a
0: waiter. Yeah, it was my first and only waiting job. Wow. I've ever had.
1: So what about the? Because I, I know this is a this is a chain you you wanted to discuss, and I imagine you have some. Uh, affection for it still?
0: Oh, yeah, I do. Well, because first of all, it was growing up in my life was considered the fanciest restaurant my family could go to. Like, right. I remember it was always an event going <laughs> yes. to the Olive Garden. Um, like, no other. And it wasn't even something, like, if you asked to go on your birthday, sometimes they'd be like, we just can't. That's, like, that's like a twice-a-year event for my family. So, I I grew up, like, uh, loving it, thinking it was the pinnacle. And then, um, as I got older, it was still, like, cool to go to. And mm. then, in college, I remember when they opened the Olive Garden in my college town. I went to school in Central Illinois it, there was like a line around the building to wow. get into the off guard. That's that's just more a comment on the kind of town that I went to school in. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was huge. And then you know it it was just like I knew I ended up knowing a bunch of people who worked because I got fired from the family video. <laughs> Because after four years, I got fired. I'm starting to think uh, that I'm a bad employee. you're a bad employee. (laughs) No, every single time I've been fired, it's been for bullshit. But um, (laughs) literally, I've worked at the Family Video for four years, and I got fired for renting uh, Rachel getting married without paying for it, even though this is something that every employee oh, at the family video did, it was yeah. a dollar rental. Mm-hmm. And I worked with this fucking like lay, like this fucking loser one night and he saw me doing it and he, Mormon. Uh, he might've been, honestly, he was a <laughs> like, a fucking mouth breather. And then he told on me and I got fired for it. And he was like, and he texted. he had the nerve to text me after I got fired and be like, I can't believe you would put me in that position to wow. either have to, no. what a, he, to, to lie for you or to to tell. And I was like, lie for me? What is the yeah, fuck are you talking crazy. about? You just keep your mouth shut like every other employee at the family video did for four years. Like, Who gives a shit? For a dollar. But I that's still have crazy. that copy of Rachel Getting Married and I love it. Do you uh do you want to shout out his full name as well? I, I wish I could remember cuz oh, okay. I would. I definitely would. I'm not doing this because I respect him. Just, shut it's out just that, my bad memory. Shout
2: out that girl's name
0: again. So. <laughs> uh, wait, which one? The the bad one. Oh, boss. Stephanie Hook. Yeah, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie Joe Hook.
1: So the you work at Family Video, you oh, get and terminated then, there and then you end up at the Olive I Garden. Rolled
0: right over again. But right directly behind the family video to the Olive Garden. Really? <laughs> yes. That's insane. Um, yeah, I had to wait on my old bosses a lot at the Olive Garden, oh, so, man, which was oh, always man. very awkward, but never did anything to their food. You'll all be happy to know. We don't really do that a lot. Or we didn't at this location. Do you know what? I I've a, heard I that had,
1: yeah, I've heard that doesn't actually happen much in re- in food service.
0: I had a bad taco I had a bad
2: Taco Bell experience the other night. The, other, the just the, the like I guess this is a week or so ago. And should have gone to Del Taco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, ordered, I ordered, t- like, I think I ordered like two burritos and a cheesy gordita crunch. Mm. The cheesy gordita crunch is the thing I said last. I very specifically said it because I said it twice. Get up to the window. They, I looked at my receipt and it wasn't on the receipt. And I said, "Hey, you, there's no cheesy gordita crunch on there." He said, "Oh, you didn't say it." And I said, "Yeah, Ooh. yes, I did." And I said, "Can you add it?" And he said, "You got to go around again." No, he told me I had to go around again. That's insane. And I was like, "What?" But I, I was like, I said it, and and like, like I was like, but I, I asked for it though. And I was like, "Come on, man, I'm not a bad guy." (laughs) Pathetically, (laughs) was like, "I'm not a bad guy." Like I I was like, I, I, I asked for it. He's like, "I would, but my boss, he's like, you got, you got to go around." And so, like one, um, I I believe him. By the way, I think that probably his boss was being an asshole and over his shoulder. Well, that's when I, when I came back to the window again. I said you see you seem like a good guy and, and I said but your boss might be an asshole because like, I because I did I went I went around mm. because I didn't I right because I, I, I want that was when you whole got the I cheesy gordita crunch you gotta have it you gotta have yeah. the cheesy gordita crunch that's that's what I mean I shouldn't be eating it at all right um,
0: nobody should be eating the cheese from Taco Bell just mm-hmm. in general but yeah
1: but yeah you know Joel actually mentioned try Del Taco I went to Del Taco last night had a similar situation I had a buy one get one free half pound bean and cheese burrito coupon. And I from said, a Lakers game? No, it's not from a Lakers game. This was okay. from... I just got it in the mail. Um, and uh, What? <laughs> <laughs> we got a coupon in the mail. And I was very excited to use it. Like, like I, We got it that day, I and agree, then I was agree, like, I got to use this tonight. Uh, so... I went over there and I ordered yeah I just I'd already had dinner so I'm like I'll just get a little bit so I got uh, I got this buy one get one free bean and cheese burrito and I got one Del Taco and then I got up there and he had it he was like he's like okay one bean and cheese burrito and one Del Taco and then I handed him the coupon he's like oh I didn't hear you had the coupon I thought you just wanted one fixed it right there for me
0: wow yeah
1: fixed it on the spot
2: no no problem at all didn't have to do a lap mm, of the drive through maybe I'll not yeah, sounds
0: like Taco Bell just lost a customer
2: <laughs> I will never I'll always go there but it did. It was. It was. You know that it was. It's usually been a pretty good Taco Bell, but their service in the last few months has not been as good. So. Yeah, that's a bummer.
0: I do. I love Taco Bell. I love a burrito that melts in your mouth mm-hmm. in a way that food shouldn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, I was afraid. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't. I. I also went back around and did what they said, and I didn't think that I was that bad but when i was at the window first i was like what really like yeah. i t- because you i that's the right way to react yeah. right oh, to be like what were what you talking about i right. was confused it was almost. reasonable
1: and also to that boss was wrong because from a customer service standpoint they should have just accommodated you yeah like making you like like enforcing that rule is going to drive were they, customers
2: what, were there a bunch of people behind you there i, I then had to wait like 10 minutes oh, yeah okay. that sucks i get i and there was a there was also there was a cockroach i saw when i was in line whoa. outside the building. Whoa. Maybe he was okay, boss. outside.
0: I, I get it a little bit more. If, if there was no one behind you imagine. Yeah, <laughs>
2: like,
0: right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll just drop. See you in two seconds, yeah. I guess. Yeah, which
2: I, I when I did go back to the window, I was like, hi, uh, cheesy gordita crunch. It's me. <laughs> <Like, laughs> me. <laughs> no, it was me. But yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people fear. That that something like so, it's good to hear that it doesn't happen. I mean, also don't like don't ever be an asshole. I guess is a, yeah. good, a good a good rule, Man.
1: right? Be nice because also too that's the other thing I think about service workers is like you never know when someone someone's just having a bad day, even if you're not getting great service or maybe mm-hmm. it's maybe it's not in their hands. I don't know. I think you might as well be uh, polite
0: to uh, everybody. Sorry to keep talking about my trip to Australia, but I will say that even <laughs> like because they pay their everyone a living wage over yeah. there and there is no tipping and that's not a part of their culture. I will Weirdly felt safer with the waitstaff when we when, when things would get dicey with oh, them because it's like they don't give a shit. Right? Because the reason it happens over here when it do, or whenever I was tempted is just because the power dynamic is so shifted, like disproportionately. Like yeah. you you can't do anything because your entire paycheck is in their hands, and so like. You do shit like that because it's your only recourse, really. right? Yeah. You know,
1: you're paying, you're paying, you're getting paid less than minimum wage, and if you're yeah. rude back to these people who are being rude to you, they're going to not tip right. you, and then that's. Then Whereas in Australia,
0: they're all just rude back, right? Because <laughs> right. they, they don't give a shit, they're yeah. like, and they're not going to fuck with your food because they're like, "What does it matter to me? I just, you know, was rude anyways. Yeah, so.
1: that's interesting. I mean, yeah, that would be. I think they. I think I'm. I mean, because tipping exists now, I think you should you should tip yeah. well and tip generously, especially because, you know, the cost of living in, in uh, a lot of places has gone city. up so high. But uh the
0: but yeah, it'd be it'd be great if tipping went away I, was done away with. I dated this British guy in New York for a while who knew knew about tipping, knew that it was a thing. And I remember we would get in fights about this all the time because he was like, it's not my responsibility to make sure that these people are getting a living wage. Oh, and I was boy. like, no, absolutely. I agree with you. It's not, it shouldn't be our responsibility, but not tipping them doesn't help them in the meantime. Yeah. Like, yeah, for how sure. do you go from like a to C there? <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's such a weird way of thinking. Every time it was his turn to pay, I'd have to bring cash and like sneak the waitresses cash yeah. out of shame That's he'd great. be in yeah. the bathroom, which yeah, is like, why am I doing
2: this? Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny in our lifetime i think the the appropriate tipping has gone
0: from 15 to 20 percent yeah
2: right well don't you think it was percent um, no. at it, one time it,
0: it went it's changing in my dad's lifetime too because i remember yeah. when i was working at olive garden and i'd come home and i'd complain about people who would tip 15 percent. my dad would be like that's over tipping and i was yeah. like oh no that's, that's that's
2: that's specifically what i was i, I think it was like My mom and dad, I feel like when I was a kid, it would be 50, like they would tip 15%. And then if it was really
0: good, 20%. Right. Yeah. And now I feel like 20% is the standard. It feels pretty standard. I I won't, no matter how shitty it is, I will tip 20%. Unless it's like something so bad, I'm willing to talk to the manager about it. Like it'd have to be truly egregious because like my thing is, is especially after serving, it's like, uh, we all have. Bad days, and it's also like no matter how shitty this experience was, their life is infinitely shittier being a waiter. So For sure, just yeah. them twenty percent. What does it matter?
2: Well, like, I, I was also going to say, and and you can get you can get into this a little bit. I, I, first, I'm going to say this. I didn't. We didn't have a lot of Olive Gardens, Emma. I don't know if you'll agree with this. It's Just in New England, Wing- I feel like there weren't a ton in New England. There was one that was like forty five minutes. From- 40, yeah, forty-five minutes yeah. from your house. Yeah, there, 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 there just weren't a ton. It's kind of like Red Lobster, not a ton of Red Lobsters. I don't know if that's same same it's company. Darden. Same, yeah, 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 company. yeah. Okay, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if that. Yeah, maybe, maybe because they're the same company, or, or if it is. A Did thing. you have Ruby Tuesdays? No, no, really, no Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah, either. maybe it's just Darden doesn't it, have a. Yeah, it a could be. Thing. I mean,
1: it started in the South. I know that the the first the first uh, Olive Garden in Orlando, and it was. Because, you know, Darden had Red... Darden, which was part of General Mills, had Red Lobster first and basically Mm -hmm. came up with the idea of Olive Garden as a... Like, from whole cloth, they were like, this is going to be a nationwide Italian... Chain, yeah, and so my guess is I don't know if it's if it's it could partly be that they just don't have much of a regional presence in New England because because there aren't many Red Lobsters up there either, right? No, but I would guess there's also a bit of an overlap of like they have good seafood in New England, and they, have oh, yeah. yes. yeah. there, they have and a native Italian, Italian yeah. population there, Italian population. So
2: that was that was my guess of why it right. happened. But also, Yo, why, would, why the fuck would you go to Red Lobster New England? Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> or even honestly, even I mean Olive Garden. That
0: was the issue. So when yeah. I did have Olive Garden. No, I think you could still. I'm, it's not Italian food. It's something different, and yeah, you know, some might say better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I'm curious a bit about you. Uh, you working there? Did you have any? Like, was was there anything you ever observed in terms of people abusing the never-ending pasta bowl, the never-ending oh, breadsticks?
0: Yeah, I mean, my thing was is. I, we were in a town that was like a very working class town. Okay. And so there was just so much gaming of the system <laughs> in terms of that. Like people would be like, I, y- y- they would just get one meal and then split the meal. And then because, and then technically you're supposed to be, there's all these rules yeah. about the salad, like how much salad you bring for two people versus how much salad you mm-hmm. bring for four, which makes sense. And like how many breadsticks you're allowed to bring. And like, it, you were so like forced to enforce these rules on people who were gaming and be like I'm so sorry I can't bring you out another bowl for the salad because they're the only person who got a meal with salad and like oh, wow. people wanting to, to do all sorts of stuff but I mean the, the, the thing and I don't know if you guys waited tables but you're never only did, no. allowed most sections in when you have a when you're a waiter so I hear, again, I've only waited tables at Olive Garden, but I have friends who are waiters who, who have like, you know, seven tables at a time or mm-hmm. more. Seven plus that's, that, that, that's, that
2: that's what I was going to say with as far as the tipping that was going to lead into it is like Olive Garden seems like
0: its own crazy yeah. beast. You you were only allowed three tables at a time at Olive wow. Garden. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe four if you were really, really good because it mm. is such a fucking hassle to constantly be refilling everybody's yes. breadsticks yeah. and salads and all of that stuff that it's such a production. It, it, Would it Honestly, would, it, would it feel like very very busy just with oh three or yeah four i mean salad? i would i would constantly feel in the weeds with just three tables that's so, crazy because people's demands and most people would come specifically because they'd want to get they'd want to clear three bowls of salad but and like you know 18 breadsticks before they even got to their meal which they box up and then take home and eat again which right. i fully respect but it, it was just like it honestly i i i'm a bit i played a lot i less so now, but I played a lot of video games when I was growing up and in college and it, that (laughs) is how you'd have to like do your mindset of like any game where it's like task management Mm -hmm. where you're like paying attention to many things at once and just like doing it. If you got in the groove, it was actually like very Zen. Right. Like Refilling this and then going back and forth and chewing on a breadstick oh i hate to tell you guys but those breadsticks are 350 calories per stick Whoa! Wow. isn't that insane and That's i did it i didn't find that out until after i worked there and i would eat literally like 11 of them a shift <laughs> and then i would eat a shift meal afterwards <laughs> Holy like shit. i but when i graduated college i obviously was the happiest i've ever been because i was just drinking a bottle of red wine a night and eating at olive garden four times <laughs> like that like it was insane
2: 350. I know calories. you, you don't crazy. know how
0: it happens, but it's because it's the densest fakest carb ever yeah and then you, they pile it full of butter on top as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was just oh. and then what do they put, put cheese so or salt on top of it? Salt. What, salt. salt yeah. oh, okay.
1: I will say, man I like those breadsticks. Oh, they're so good. They're really really I mean they're so they're simple good, but they're good. But they are, are good. shitty. It I is, mean right?
2: Like, you can tell that they're not good too. I, I right. definitely know like the
0: texture it, of it is yeah. not yes. like a real bread. Yeah, yes. Yes. I, like you were saying, yeah, it's it.
1: like it's like a it's it's like a fake carb or however you put it. It's it's so like it's so manufactured
2: mm-hmm. and processed. And like, I like last night it's, it's, I just want to say it's funny yes. to me though that it, it, like it does taste like a fake bread because I'm like Bread seems like an easy thing to get, like
0: like a normal tasting (laughs) bread. (laughs) It's not that hard, but that you we had to make. They had to be so quick to make, yeah, because. They uh, yeah. oh that uh, makes sense. We go through so many of them, and that's the other reason you only have three tables is because like uh, you you one person will be put in charge of making sure that there are more breadsticks. Uh, like wow. one waiter has to like be constantly like putting them into the specially made oven specifically for cooking the fake carb, and <laughs> and like and another person is in charge of like pre making the salads and making sure there are enough salads like sitting out so you can just go back and grab one and shit like that. And then you know you're expected to like expo other people's food and stuff, right? But you're not getting paid extra for that. So how much? Yeah so you got all this side work but
1: but about the breadsticks specifically how are they arriving at the olive garden just
0: in a big garbage bag basically really (laughs) just like a frozen? clear yeah frozen bag of breadsticks and
1: then you're just basically i mean it sounds similar to what, what subway does with their loaves yeah
0: no it's it's pretty yeah it's pretty much the same deal um and they yeah you spread some butter on them throw in this special oven that cooks them for the exact amount of time at the right temperature and and then you're off to the races. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's yeah. bananas. And you grab one, dip it in ranch, take a bite, put it in your apron, and then go out. <laughs> 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 to work. That brought, That is good fuel. I feel like that's good fuel yeah, yeah. if you're working a shift. Boy, dip it in ranch. I wish I thought of that. Oh, Yeah. I, I just, I'm thinking about it now and I really want to, but I don't think I can go back to that life. <laughs> Why? You didn't have any pocket ranch on you <laughs> I'm carrying around loose ranch, but yeah, I mean, I would eat there. I would work there like four or five times a week in college and I would eat there every day and I still could eat there that many times. Wow be sick of it. I would make so many people go with me in New York to the Olive Garden that it was embarrassing <laughs> for many people. Well, now I would do it less because they closed the one in Chelsea and now only Times Square exists. Oh, that's good. Cool. And, oh, and the shitty thing about it is that they raised the, the one in Times Square, the prices are more expensive than the one in Chelsea was, which totally defeats the purpose of going to the Olive Garden. Yeah, Like right. If you're going to go in a place like New York, it's like, oh, it's shitty, but it's at least cheaper. It's like a Friday's prices. And then when everything is jacked up so that it's like $40 a plate. You're like wait this is a joke that we've played on ourselves (laughs) (laughs) this is not
2: fun i i I will say that our server last night was concerned about her taking too much time she was remember she kept apologizing to us it was
1: very expedient service and yeah
2: i didn't feel like it was that yeah
1: yeah but she was very apologetic and was just like one to make like like, it was actually kind of crazy because we put we put in an app and the app we got was the loaded pasta chips. Was that something that that existed? No. Yeah, I think it's a new newer, newer offer. Is that
0: just like jank nachos? It really is
1: just a janky nachos. It's basically that. Yeah, and 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 I, I would say that the you know I, we can, we can get into our food in a second, Mitch. But but we'd ordered those and. Like less than I feel like ninety seconds later she it came was back so fucking so fast. fast. But she like can't. She was like, she was like oh those haven't come out yet. Oh boy I'll go check on it. And then the, they came out like within like another two minutes. It Which was, like, her so saying they fast. haven't come
2: out yet was insane anyway. Right. And we then, were like what is she talking about? And we then it arrived. Order them.
1: It arrived so quickly that I was like this is it's unnerving. Well, yeah.
0: and I think part of that is because again like the three table stuff. The only way to make money at Olive Garden is turnaround. Like Got you it. have to flip tables constantly. Otherwise mm-hmm. you will not walk out of there with any money and every almost every menu item at Olive Garden is designed to be made in less than 10 minutes except for the steaks oh man that's crazy everything could come out in 10 minutes if you didn't course it out correctly that was the other big thing is because of the fucking salad and breadsticks you had to be so careful about how you'd have to like guess how cheap a person was how much Mm. fucking salad they eat because you'd have to course everything out to exactly the right time otherwise like if they if your if their meal came out before they had had their second bowl of salad, mm-hmm. people would be furious. Wow,
2: like, that's that. that it, it 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 feels too fast. Yes, that was like an issue. Like I wish that they had taken a bit more. But I will also say that it. We went at what five? It was five forty-five. Yeah, we went pretty early in the evening. Five thirty on a Monday night to the and Glendale
1: location, which I think is a pretty new Olive Garden, actually. Yeah, right?
2: it's not too old, yeah. but uh, but there were there were there were quite a few people in there already. At a lot five, of families. Five thirty on wow. a on a Monday night, mm-hmm. uh, which which was crazy to me. Mitch, uh, can
1: I say something that I found? I was like, I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's nice. The, there's a, a, a grew a family of about six next to us with some young kids. Uh-huh. Their food came out. They said a prayer. I was like, oh, that's nice. Don't
2: push this shit on me.
1: It's very wholesome. Fuck
0: that shit. Yeah, I think that's actually awful. Um, I think it's terrible. I think they're pushing their religion onto their children. They didn't have a choice in that. (laughs) right? Maybe some of those kids didn't want to say a prayer. And you don't know what God they were praying to either. That's true. And give me a Bart Simpson's grace any uh, any day
2: of the week. <laughs> Rub a dub dub. Thanks for the grub level. What, is, what does he say? What is, he says something better than that? Obviously, I think it's similar. to that. I've heard that one before. Rub-a-dub. And I
0: guarantee you mm-hmm. that that prayer was just as much for you as it was for God. <laughs> <laughs> it was theater. It was theater. They wanted people to see the, them do it. The well. Doughboys are here. Well, let's say a prayer
2: in front of them. <laughs> huh? Um, it, it, it was. It was. There were. There were some nice families in there when we yeah. were there. It's and you and I, family, we yes. ruined we ruined many experiences I feel like, <laughs> by being there. Um, Wait,
0: explain the past. Okay, so here's
1: here's the. We'll, we'll, well, let's get into our meals, and I, I'm curious about what you yeah. had on your trip as well, Joel. So we we got the. I started off with the uh, the Milan Mai Tai, which is Malibu Rum, Grenadine, and Amaretto Liqueur uh, with pineapple juice and sour oh mix. My God, did you ever make any of the fan, the fruit
0: cocktails? There? <laughs> um, I definitely would drink like some. We would also our big thing was we would pour. Um, and this is a different time. I would not do this now. Yeah, we would fill a to-go cup with um moscato and then just like a little pinch of like uh raspberry lemonade and then off you go that sounds (laughs) to the (laughs) night um that was the that was what everybody did there um i would definitely take some of those drinks not i don't think the milan mai tai uh was something that i personally partook in but man i used to love those the more ingredients it used to be it would be like yes this means it's better and now it's like i can't do anything beyond like A whiskey and one mixer, really. Or like a Negroni is like as many ingredients as I think I can handle in a drink now. Chain
2: restaurant, go for it. I was just going to say, did you ever bring any like breadsticks to like a college party or anything like that?
0: Oh, my roommates loved me because I would just constantly be bringing home bread, like bags and bags of breadsticks and other miscellaneous foods.
2: My friend Randy worked at a pizza place in Ithaca and he came home one night with like a backpack full of pizza. And it maybe is, maybe my highlight from college, just opening up that backpack and getting into like, like 20 slices of pizza. My
0: my lesbian Aunt Tam, who lived in our basement for many years, worked at McDonald's and they would just throw out certain foods or that they were saving that didn't get eaten mm-hmm. so for, there was like a year when i was like nine where our outside our garage fridge was full freezer was full of mcdonald's breakfast food. wow like full. what I, a fucking dream yeah that's just, amazing just to that's have awesome. like a freezer full of breakfast burritos and egg like it was the best you're, cool,
2: you're 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 a hero you and randy that those 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 that those are that's a hero level yeah. in college well, to be able to bring home food like that yeah yeah i had a guy i mentioned i
1: think i may have told the story on this show before but I there was a uh, a a friend at high school who worked in a movie theater and he came in once with just a like a lawn-sized garbage bag just full of movie hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> and people were like kids were like eating them and i was like i'm not going to eat one of these room temp hot dogs oh you fucking snooty piece of shit no yeah. that's where i that's where i draw the line uh but so the, the malibu Ram- mai tai was these chain restaurant cocktails are so sweet it, it was yeah, very very sweet i thought it was sugar. it was kind of nice but i couldn't finish it I, I had a few sips and uh you know it's it, it was just a little a little too uh a little too sweet and a little too juicy for me the loaded pasta chips which you were asking about homemade pasta chips with uh layered with italian cheeses And a hearty meat sauce topped with cherry peppers and an Alfredo drizzle. The cherry peppers, Mitch, were absent. They were absent. (gasps) And the the chips, I think, were just so stale. They they were terrible.
0: This this was a...
1: Was it real low light? What
0: are... Pasta chips.
1: Uh, as far as we could tell, Great it's question. like it's like uncooked pasta. That's what it. That's what it seems <laughs> like. It was really that's bad.
2: Terrible. Yeah, that, that were in the shape of chips. If they were, they were, they were. That's bad. A, was really such bad.
0: A, a, a horrendous idea. I, <laughs> who thought of that? I, I have no the idea. The chefs in fucking Roma, Italy, or wherever, or who are making all the recipes for Olive Garden should be ashamed of themselves. This
1: was a miscalculation. Uh, These, this was the worst thing I had. They,
0: which, by the way, when I was trained, they they told us that that was real. You know, they actually have that ch- that kitchen, that kitchen in Italy. And my, our trainer, Julie, who was just the biggest fucking nerd who, and I was like, Julie, it's not real. Right. And she's like, no, I've been there. And wow. I was like, you absolutely have not been to the olive garden, <laughs> like recipe kitchen in fucking Italy. It just, Ooh, it
2: doesn't exist.
0: Doughboy's trip. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, I might go to Italy this
2: summer. A bunch of Quincy. F- you got to Please ask around.
0: I'm, please just beg people on the streets.
2: I know it's here. I, w- I would love to find the Olive Garden main kitchen. I wonder if it would be if like we would get the shitty pasta chips that we got in that in the they, these things were
0: like they were fucking bad. You got to go to Italy and at every restaurant be like, do you have pasta chips? <laughs> <laughs> you know, pasta chips, authentic pasta <laughs> chips.
2: Pasta, I just want some pasta nachos in it, it, like. I mean, you, you you kind of pointed this out, Nick, but there was chicken in it. There, there wasn't supposed to be chicken in there, it. it was weird. What? Yeah. Oh, there was not supposed
1: to be chicken in it? It wasn't listed it? on the menu Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, there was like Man, extra superfluous chicken. I think someone. I think it was maybe a newish thing that they didn't quite know how to make Weiger. or it was rarely ordered.
0: I
2: didn't a total, realize that. That's fucking disgusting. It's a total it. myth. It
0: doesn't sound like rocket science to make, Yeah. be honest. <laughs> uh, right. It Put some like bolognese nachos. on some pasta. Honestly, like a nacho that is like like a bolognese based nacho doesn't sound bad to me. It seems like it could work. I think they were yeah. just very With Italian resi- cheeses. Exactly.
1: Costel. I think they were just very resistant to using tortilla chips, which would have mm-hmm. just made it better. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Mitch, what was it? Tell walk us through your cocktail real quick. It was a mule. Now I forget the name. You know what? I thought you would know it. <laughs> it was probably a, it was probably, it was some sort of, it was probably, it may have just been a Milan mule. It was just, they just changed Moscow to an Italian city, God. right?
2: It was, it, it, no, I don't think it was a mule. Yeah, you're, you're. I mean, that's a, Tuscan isolate. mule. It was like a, like a, there was like, wasn't there like lemon, limoncello in it or whatever? Am I saying that incorrectly? No, that's, no, that's right. Um, there, uh, hold on. I'll, I'll find out the exact name of it, but what it turned out to be was basically just, uh, a Moscow Mule with a little bit of of raspberry in there, which, by the way, I'm not, I'm, I haven't been drinking That's, at all. That That's, sounds right. Definitely. And and so this was my, and I actually did enjoy the. I thought the drink was nice. It was kind of like a, 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 like a Moscow Mule with a little bit of raspberry in right. there. Right. Yeah.
0: That's not a flavor profile that I'm opposed to.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Was, that sounds fine. It was good.
1: So, go, on, go on, Nick. I, and I'm then the name of it for our for my entree. And this is, I assume, something that got ordered pretty frequently. Your work there, Joel. The tour of Italy.
0: Mm-hmm. This was our
1: server's recommendation. Mm-hmm. She was again, she was very helpful, very you know, accommodating.
0: That's what she recommended, though.
1: You know, I think she was looking. I think she was like, <laughs> th- "This happens to me a lot." And 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 my lovely wife Natalie points this out is that I think people assume I'm a rube. <laughs> like I look, I look like a mark. You you so, are you are a rube. I am something of a rube. So I like I kind of have that vo- project that vibe of like, okay, this square. Let's get him. You know, let's yeah. Let's take care of this. So well, you, I
0: have to say, like, looking regular at your guy. Face, you have the voice of someone who eats a lot of food you have the face of a picky eater mm, um, interesting. you have the face of a person who has a lot of food allergies right so i imagine i I can kind of see where she's coming from yeah. but I, I I'm surprised that she would suggest that right but I, I mean, look like,
1: like I might be finicky
0: yeah you look like you'd be like the kind of person who's like I just like two ingredients in a meal Maybe got it you know, like, yeah
1: that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't blame her for make, for jumping to that conclusion. But the tour of Italy was her recommendation, three-on-one plate, chicken parmigiana, a lasagna classico, chicken and fettuccino parmigiana. alfredo. Did I say
2: that wrong? Ch- I, I called it chicken parmigiana. It had an extra A at the yeah. end, so I pronounced the A. Oh. It's Italian. Oh, all right. What, what, what would be the two ingredients that he likes? I feel like one of them is human blood.
0: <laughs> Ketchup. <laughs> Ketchup. Ketchup and human
2: blood. <laughs> Uh, I found out the name of my cocktail. It was a raspberry Italian ice mule. Oh, okay. Oh, That's uh, <laughs> not worth it.
0: Yeah. Why that extra ice in there? I don't know. Was it a frozen drink?
2: It, it, no, it was not. No, I, 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 they that? have the limoncello in there. Is, is, is limoncello? Is, you know is what
1: that? I think it is. Italian ice is a dessert, so oh, they want no. to call it. They want okay. to make it sound yeah, yeah, Italian. Yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense. Okay, makes sense. Again, this there's such a simple. Uh, solution here. They should have just change Moscow to an Italian city. It would have been fine. Milan Mule makes more sense yeah. than Milan Mai Tai. Yeah, definitely. All um, right. Look, I'm not here to punch up the names of their menu items. Um, yeah, go on. To should,
2: I, should I say what I got? Yeah, go to your entree. I got uh, the giant meatball in Manicotti, uh, which was a giant meatball, which was so much more giant than I ever would have guessed it to be. It was huge. And then it was dude, like you were eating your own ahead. Jesus. It, it, I mean, it, it it was, it was, it was big. Yeah. And I don't know if it was my head big, cause that's insane. But, but, uh, <laughs> the, and then two, and two manicotti underneath that. Uh,
0: that's would, such a, such a strange combo. Like it, it really does feel like they just threw a few things at the wall and we're like, it's going to be giant, like throwing darts. It'll be like a giant meatball <laughs> and two manicotti. Okay. That's it. It, you know our our server
2: suggests she I, I pointed out that in the bolognese and she she suggested the giant meatball. She said that she loved it. It was great. The meatball was, and this is exactly what I was afraid of. I was like, this meatball is giant. It's gonna be like cold mm-hmm. and not Can't fully it right. and yeah. not fully cooked. And I got it, and it was so dense, so just so dense and so not so not warm. And she was like, sorry, it took a while to like cook your meat. She she basically was telling us that, that it took a long time which we didn't think it took that it long. it didn't take very long at all to, to, and she was like because of the meatball and then the meatball just was not hot, and then the manicotti under it was insanely hot like the hot, <laughs> like 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 so hot that it was like I couldn't touch it for a couple.
0: Oh, I wish I would have gone with you guys because I think I could have just I uh, told you the right things to order. Yeah, she mm-hmm. sounds like an idiot. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Also apologizing for it taking too long, even though it doesn't take too long, is a classic like reverse gaslighting yeah. uh, that she is doing to like make you realize that it's all tapping quite quickly and mm. to like think of her better and be like, oh, she's actually doing a great job. None of this is taking a long time. That's I think I'm gonna t- steal that trick for the bedroom, eh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> boy, sorry about the delay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can say that to Natalie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that took too long. Yeah, they <laughs> got other things to do today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we, we even had sex. <laughs> so the, uh, the the tour of Italy, I will say. And I said this to you in the restaurant, Mitch, the lasagna mm-hmm. classical, I feel like if I'd had that as a nine-year-old boy, that would be my favorite thing mm-hmm. in the world. I was like, this is so like, just like a classic, generic Italian lasagna. Mm. It's it's It reminded me a lot of what they, the lasagna they have at Marie Callender's, mm-hmm. which is just like, which is not necessarily a recommendation, something in favor of a place that's supposed to be Italian. But I mean, it is sort of like, it's just a very classic, basic American style lasagna. And uh, the fettuccine Alfredo was my favorite thing on the plate. I thought the, the, the pasta was not overcooked. And uh, you know, I think the Alfredo sauce that can sometimes be just be so overpowering, and it, mm. it was like just you know, like a little creamy, and that they didn't put on too much of it. Chicken Parmigiana was fine. It was just I feel like a little generic, nothing, nothing too impressive. It was, it was
2: very fried. I tried. You we tried some of yeah. each other's meals. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, no, you're you're right. It, <laughs> I, the, for those poor families that saw us feeding each other with our forks, <laughs> <grapes. laughs> um, the, the and uh, the chicken lady in the tramping a chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken parm wasn't. Bad. It just yeah. was like very much. It was very fried. Yeah. There's no. And then no- the fettuccine alfredo was. Decent, and then the the the, the, the lasagna, the, and then the lasagna was. Oh, uh, you didn't like it that much, though.
1: So. I did like the lasagna. I like the fettuccine more, but the lasagna I thought was was pretty good. Yeah. I, the, I think the I think the fettuccine was the star, and the, the chicken parm was the, was in third place, getting the bronze.
2: I liked my manicotti. Mm. I thought it, I thought it was good once it cooled down. They were <laughs> like you know like the edges. This is a place I got like it, what are the there's probably an exact word for it, where the where the pasta edges are like pinched. Mm. You know what I am talking about? Where like yeah. like a like those. Sometimes those would be, like, very hard and not, like, it felt like they were overcooked or whatever. If you know what that term is, hashtag
1: pinched-edged pasta
2: term. Nice hashtag. Uh, But the rest of it was... Was the rest of the manicotti was good? The meatball though, there was just a. There's a a, reason meatballs are the size they are. Yes, exactly. And I would have liked it if it was just meatballs and manicotti. Honestly, I would have been like, okay, that's that's fine. But this, there was just this giant fucking, just this
0: huge shitty meatball sitting on top of the manicotti. So it kind of (laughs) bummed me. That's the problem with. The Olive Garden is it? It loves its gimmicks. Mm. It loves it loves to find a little gimmick like pasta chips or yeah. giant meatball. Yeah. Whereas it's like anybody can go to an Italian restaurant and get meatballs and manicotti, but a giant meatball. Yeah,
2: and it, it just it, it, and it's a limited, limited time thing. I've, I I should have gone with the bolognese, which just seemed kind of like a more straightforward thing that maybe would have been bad too, but at least. The, probably would have been cooked at a normal temperature and right. it would have been all right. Yeah.
1: Uh, Mitch, yeah. we, we got a dessert too, but before we get into that, uh, Joel, I want to hear a little bit about your meal. Uh, t- talk um, us through your most recent visit. So
0: I did, I, I postmates, olive garden myself (laughs) like like fucking richie rich i was like Uh, bring it to me um because i I don't go for the ambiance. although i do think i missed it a little bit i think i I think miss the decor has not changed in probably 20 years frozen in time
2: i think if you've worked at a restaurant you're you you are you are fair to give a review on it yes whenever yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) um i have had everything on the menu circa 2011 probably okay. at oh, wow. that okay. time. I have not had the pasta chips or the giant meatball. I think I can probably guess as to what the giant meatball tasted like though. Uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. yeah. But no, um not good. I got my, the best appetizer on our menu is the on our menu wow Wow. i really i really went back to that place i really felt like i was standing next to your table in a black apron just now um i'm starting to think if there was a death at olive garden you would help (laughs) (laughs) i drank the kool-aid um no is the lasagna uh fritters
2: Oh, oh wow. yes. You know, I think we the first visit we had with, with to Olive Garden, I think Nikki, I think we maybe had that those. sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, I think we might are have had those
0: so good. It's literally just the lasagna that you like mm. cut into little pieces and deep fried. I mean, how yeah. can you go wrong? Right? Mm. Um it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um love those and I got I ordered that. Um and then I got my favorite meal on the menu that really brought me back which is the um Oh fuck! Uh, the braised beef and tortellini. Oh, which is I think the best thing at Olive Garden. Now Why I not? feel even because
2: the the it was a braised beef uh, bolognese right. that I didn't get,
0: so now I'm sad because that's uh, it tastes it, it is the it to me is the thing that tastes the most uh, like something that is not made at a chain restaurant at that place. It is so good. <laughs> the the braised beef is like it doesn't have that like frozen meat quality, even though I know none of it is fresh. They're yeah, not back yeah. they're slaughtering uh, meat by any means. Um, but it's just, oh, it's so good. And the sauce is, I don't know what the sauce is mm-hmm. that I, I can't get it anywhere else. It doesn't taste like anything else that I've had. I mean, yeah. I'm, I am also a Midwest rube, too, sure. so uh, I'm sure that if I were to give it to someone with a better palate than my own, they'd be like, yeah, that's this sauce, that's, you know, you just have to order it here, but it's so good. My other favorite meal is the uh, steak and gorgonzola pasta Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Little steak medallions. The reverse of the giant meatball with just three tiny little steak medallions. There, so <laughs> wow. like, yeah. Yeah, I think better to make things smaller at Olive Garden than, than bigger. They should... Right. Like, I, oh my God, I had such a terrible time with the Postmates, though. I ordered it. And I ordered. It looked like on the Post-Meets menu you had to you had to order a to go salad because I really wanted the salad. I mm-hmm. fucking love. We didn't talk about the salad. I think the salad is fucking great. I actually like garden. that the salads are
2: the salad is salad and breadsticks are for sure. Like you were saying, There's just a the money maker of this place. Yeah, so good.
1: That was a, that was an oversight on our part not discussing our salad, but yeah the the mm-hmm. the I, we get we got a big bowl of salad. Uh, we we just had the one bowl of salad, but uh, mm-hmm. with the two of it's us, lady. but it's still you know is it it's it's good. I like the dressing a lot. They throw some fresh parmesan. Amazon on there it doesn't
0: and maybe i would think differently now because my my standards for how something is overdressed has changed drastically since i've moved out of the midwest sure but, um i didn't ever feel like it was overdressed no it's me. not like it's it not like sopping like yeah. yeah um and it's just so good that salad dressing is is so good but so i i ordered an extra one and then my postmates texted me and when uh, they text no it's never good and he yeah. was like um, hey this is your driver. I'm at the restaurant right now. Do you want utensils? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure I specified that. Dude, that's a and that's
2: a b- bullet dodge it feels like. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then he was like, also, your meal comes with a salad and you ordered another salad. Did you want two salads? And I was like, no, I didn't. Thank you for catching that. And he's like, oh, I'll take care nice. of it for you. And then he was like, and I'll be he's like, I'm going to make sure to put them in two separate bags cuz I hate when I get a salad that's been sitting in warm food. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Too much <laughs> Listen, you are thirsting for this tip in a way that is now crossed a line. Like, and he and I get it. Like, I, I wish he wasn't forced into doing this line of work because the way the world works, you right, know, no yeah. one should have to be a yeah. Postmates driver. And he doesn't know that I tip twenty percent no matter what. You yeah. know, like he, I'm sure there are people who need this kind of over. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't need to. Don't don't patronize me with your text messages. Like, just do it. Just <laughs> separate the salad from the hot food. You don't have to tell me about it. I'll notice it and yeah. I'll tip you. Right. Um but not everyone's like that. So, um No, for sure. I think you can t- I think you can tell if you have a good postmates. Yeah, well they I, I whenever they text me to be like to tell me some uh, like innocuous thing that they've done and I'm always like, "Yeah, I get it. I'm going to tip you. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> Just like <laughs> I will tip you." But so then he's we have this big long conversation and he's like, "Okay, I'm on my way." And then Like five minutes later, I get the text message from Postmates. It's like, something's happened to your order. We had to cancel. The restaurant had to cancel. This is after 45 minutes already. And I was like, and I sent a customer service email that was sounded insane because I was like, yeah, this happened. And it was after 45 minutes. And I had a full conversation with my driver. I don't, I need to know what happened. And they sent me back the, the, the like standard response where they're like, we're sorry, this happened. Here's $5. And I was like, no, no, no. I like emailed back and I was like, I don't want your money. I want to know what happened to my food. They're I it was on the way. Yes, <laughs> he seemed normal. He separated it. Yeah. He put the salad in a separate bag. I just need to know what happened to it. And they're like, "We'll look into it and investigate it and make sure this doesn't happen again." And I was like, "I don't care if it happens again. I just want to know what happened." It was like three <laughs> separate emails, and then they stopped emailing me back because they're like, "This is a crazy person. Wow. <laughs> like we've given him so much money, and I was I, like, truly didn't want anything but an explanation. <laughs> That's all I wanted. So then I had to reorder." Again, and uh, it came, no incident, but it was so good. This it is a, exactly what I remembered.
2: This, this is the thing that I was... Uh, I didn't want to bring it up on the podcast, but I had ordered Postmates for the, when we were doing the pizza tournament. Yes. And he got into a car accident, <gasps> and it was a similar thing where I couldn't... I tried to get information, and they, they just wouldn't really... Tell. So maybe um, they have a thing where they don't... They yeah, don't yeah I'm sure they stuff. can't.
0: Well, I will say, in New York, Postmates, most of them are on bikes. Yeah. A lot of them are on bikes, and I used to order... Postmates uh Popeye, I get real stone and ordered Popeyes. Hell yeah. Uh, the best chicken chain, like fast food, in my opinion. And I would get a Dr. Pepper. And almost every single time I would order it, I'd have to order it two or three times because I would get a driver on a bike <laughs> and you can't you can't bike with a fountain drink. It's tough. You just oh, can't no. do it. It's tough. And so often it would happen. And then sometimes like Oh god! It, I just would feel so bad for them because it would be like something happened to your order. Oh my god! It's so clear that they
2: just dropped the fucking drink. I'm sure. I, w- I wonder how many times that happens. In uh, just with post-
0: I wonder how much money they burn on that. that's crazy. They yeah.
1: gotta start getting their bike riders some drink right. caddies. One oh, time, shit.
0: one time, I I did that exact thing, and he was taking such a crazy long time, and I was like following his icon around the map, and finally he got there, and I was like it took him a lot. It took like an hour and a half. And he was like, Oh, well, cause of the fountain drink, I had to take the bus. He oh, took two no. buses That's to crazy. deliver to me. Cause he was like, yeah, I just like, uh, didn't want to ride my bike. And so he like roll, he s like, walked his bike onto a bus oh, with my Popeyes. And I felt, I had never felt more guilty for like, participating in nick
2: nick, <laughs> nick nick doesn't use postmates yeah, i don't use postmates i think maybe i have to retire post do i have to yeah. retire completely i guess well, I the do. thing
0: is though, this is the problem is i know ne- i rarely use P- postmates in new york except for popeyes mm-hmm. which is the only thing i ever use postmates for because it's fast food and you can't get it anywhere else yes anyway else and but like seamless and grubhub is is really good in new york like yeah. most restaurants have it most restaurants in general in new york have delivery people like even nice ones and in la the delivery game is not strong otherwise it's really hard to find delivery yeah it's it's confusing because you think
2: it would be like new york you think there would be places also that are open late and there isn't a ton of places that are Mm -hmm. open late it's really strange
0: to find pizza at 3
2: a.m in this city is a nightmare it's hard it's very hard i know it's crazy yeah
1: well, let's uh let's get to our real quick, mitch Let's 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 discuss oh, yes. this black tie moose t- cake, and oh, then let's get to our final thoughts. So good. I like that. I like that a lot. We ordered off the Ziosk. Do they have the Ziosk where you work there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, I find that the Ziosk weird because there's yeah. times when the server themselves like is using the Ziosk, where yeah. I'm like kind of like I don't and and for people who don't know what the Ziosk is, it's like this tablet on a stand that's on every table that you can use to order appetizers, you can use to pay your check. Which it's is a lot convenient. like in an
0: airport. It's a lot airport like in an airport, those, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, and and you can use to order dessert. And, um, and so we, yeah, we ordered off the Ziosk. This is a thing our server had to check in with us because they said like okay you she, she was like you ordered off the Ziosk the dessert but it doesn't say what dessert you got it just says Ziosk mm. dessert oh. which I was like that's a flaw in their system that they need to patch out of it, it. was
2: another thing too that the dessert
0: came insane it came fast. so quickly well that's because none of them are made they're all just sitting there they're the just fridge. sitting there yeah. okay
1: because I mean it was quite good I think it might have been this my favorite I say, thing I say star of the meal yeah it was very good uh, chocolate cake uh, dark chocolate cheesecake and custard mousse mm-hmm. and yeah I thought I thought <sighs> that was quite delicious mm. And they had some chocolate chips on the back end of it. It's kind of like a crust, mm-hmm. which were which
2: were really nice. I went to the bathroom when I came back, and you were talking to the Zeoth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got to hang out sometime, buddy. <laughs> um i thought you were gonna say he was talking to the cake which is <laughs> now that's a mitch move that's yeah that's me uh,
1: well let's get let's get to our final thoughts on olive. okay
2: did you have something to say mitch no no, no. i i just was gonna say star of the meal yeah yep. well, absolutely let's get let's
1: get to our final thoughts on olive garden uh so joel we'll each go around okay. and we'll sort of give a closing argument if you will and then ascribe this chain a rating on the order of zero to five forks okay you're our guest we will start with you
0: great um, listen, I think it's really a testament to how good the food is that I worked there for two years, had a terrible experience, worked with a lot of heroin addicts and yet I still would eat there every day if mm. I could. I, and I, I think I actually have now, they, they have a lot of healthy options too. You can make it work for your diet. I, anybody can eat there. When you're there, your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt that. I feel that. You know. <laughs> um, I the the people at Olive Garden, at any Olive Garden, are my chosen family. Um, and I'm gonna give it. You guys don't do half forks, right? You can do oh, half yeah, forks. Yeah. Feel free. I'm gonna give it four and a half forks. Wow, very good score. That's a great score. I know, I score. and I know that it, I'm coming in hot with the the high score. It's my first episode, and like people will probably think that I give everything a high score. And that's simply not the case.
2: I I, I think some people, I think this is a very divisive restaurant in some ways. Yeah. And I got to say, sadly, there's no place in my heart for all. (gasps) Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) That's my family.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I got a question for you. When you're here, your family, my question is, uh, what family? The Manson family? (laughs) Nick, go ahead. You can tell Mitch, Mitch tried. Uh, Mitch uh, tried that
1: on me at the restaurant uh, and, then said, <laughs> and then I laughed and he said he was going to say it again on the podcast. Well, what other family? Nick, the Adams family. Yeah, yeah that's an that's an alt. That's an alt you had, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which also works. I think, yeah, I think I, that's I, I, I ain't talking
2: John Adams or John Quincy Adams. No, you didn't have
1: to clarify. No. <laughs> I'm talking. We got it.
0: Talking Gomez. Don't, ex- don't explain the joke. <laughs> Cousin it. Uh-huh. Not only is he explaining the joke, <laughs> he's explaining the alt to a joke that he's already <laughs> said. What family is it? the the, uh, the
2: Bundy family. It can work with with both of them, right? With Al Ted? or with Ted? Yes, Al, yeah. Al
0: or Ted. Okay. I think Al. It's a little less clear what you're talking. What you mean? <laughs> Do you want one last one? Yeah. What is it? The Cosby
2: family. Oh, oh boy. Oh. What? Okay. What? That's
0: another bad family. Yeah, I mean, I guess the family has bad. It's what? Now I'm in trouble. You're you're telling me it's weird. It's weird that he had a practice in his basement. In hindsight, right? (laughs) Very, very strange. Yes. Every
1: uh, every element about that is very strange. Yeah. The the fictional reality. It's Um,
0: like mm, yeah. He's a bad
2: guy. I shouldn't have brought him up. Bring podcast. down the, the vibe in the room
1: yeah. at the very end. Charles Manson was fine, but yeah. how <laughs> dare you bring <laughs> up Bill Cosby?
2: <laughs> yeah, look, what is it? The the freaking Manson family is what I want <laughs> there to you say. Go. The freaking Mansons run that place because the what, what they what they what they give you sometimes should be against the law. It I is say
0: your fault that you ordered a fucking giant <laughs> meatball.
2: <laughs> the meatball was cold too dense. It tasted meatloafy. It was not good. Gets points for the the dessert was great. I, I finished. Weiger had just a few bites. I finished that thing because it was the most satisfying <laughs> thing of all. The manicotti was pretty good. Look the money make when it comes to the meatballs. I say take the rule of honey. ice shrunk the kids. The original is good. Shrink
0: things down. Oh, okay. Got Don't it, got blow it, got them it. up. Yeah. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I was about to be like trying to think of what the rule of <laughs> that movie is but.
2: but anyways i mean eating there i just wondered if it was the manson family that uh-huh. we're referring to.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the third time it really lost its luster <laughs> first two i was on board for because look the food
2: it just the the salad and breadsticks are, are where it's at that is that is that's that's what that's what people want out of that place, and I get it. And they're both good, and they both do their thing, and they, and they're good. Just the entrees are 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 not that great. The cocktail was okay.
0: Uh-huh. The dessert was great, but man, I <sighs> I think you both got sh- shitty entrees. We out did. Of we, did. Everything. we did. We did. That menu is huge.
2: Right. It's hard for here's here's what I'm gonna say because a three four, three fork rating is good. And it's hard for me to give it three forks. Wow, I have a hard time giving it three forks. That's fine, but I also feel—I also feel like it's not a two and a half fork place, right? So I'm going to give it two point nine forks. Oh, okay, wow, well, just mean, shy of three. Just shy of three. You uh, know what? Two point eight five. That's—I that, think that is—I think that's it exactly. Okay,
1: <laughs> I think that is it. You're suggesting that degree of decimal accuracy to mm-hmm. the hundredth of a percentage?
2: Two point eight five four hundredth of a point. Uh, uh, yeah yeah 2.85 forks it, it just it's it's all right but right like, like i said what is it the manson
0: family of yeah course. no yeah <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. now it's i'm starting to come back around i like it i like I've come it. sort of full circle with it <laughs> it was too much and now it's great
1: olive garden look we, we, we we've already touched on the versions of the slogan when you're here your family. It's now currently we're all family. Yeah, here. with the friggin' oh, Manson wow. family. Yes, <laughs> it's
3: been
1: it's been it's been changed to We're All Family here and Mitch you might specul- speculate speculate, I, I assume, the Manson family. Probably in the
2: case. Manson family. Yeah. Okay. Which isn't a real brother and sister type <laughs> family.
0: It's um, a bunch of sex weirdos. Yes, it, that feels less in we're we're all family here feels less inviting than when you're here your family. It really does. It doesn't feel there is no implicit Suggestion that when you go to the restaurant, right. you are now a part of the family. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're all family here.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's like one of those things where it's like the, they've, yeah, they've feel- read the elements of style and they've reduced the number of words, but they've made it less... Yeah, it, doesn't, not, like it. it doesn't
0: feel inclusive. It's not, no, yeah, no, it's no, not no. as good. But we're it, family here. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but to me, what, what that brings me to is... This is a restaurant for families, and I think you know part of the, mm. the mission statement of this podcast I mean, is to eva- <laughs> to evaluate <laughs> oh. these chains on their own terms and what they're trying to accomplish. And I feel like if you are there, were a lot of families eating there. That's a <laughs> if you are a family, if you are a family and you have you have teenagers to feed, uh, you know, on a budget you can fill them up on the, the salad and breadsticks. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not real Italian food. Obviously, it doesn't try to be real Italian food. It's this Ital- it's this intentionally generic Italian American version of these dishes that is going to be crowd pleasing mm-hmm. and you know, if I if someone recommended me the the like a bistro and I went to it and I got what I got at the Olive Garden, I'd be like I'm not going back to this place. But it it being the Olive Garden and me knowing what it is and wanting it, what it's trying to accomplish This is the definition of a three-fork restaurant. It just does exactly what it's trying to do. It, It provides mainstream Italian fare for families... And Man's for and mainstream co- for mainstream consumption, and I think it succeeds at it. I, I like the atmosphere. I like the I like the service. I like how cheesy it is. I like how it kind of is like it's basically analogous to medieval times, but yeah. for an Italian restaurant. It's like a theme restaurant,
2: basically. Why, by the way, why when you notice I keep saying Manson was families," do you continue to say "families"
0: uh, ten more times? I was <laughs> that, trying to goad you into saying it. that prayer that family praying next really touched Nick. Really <laughs> affected was. Nick's experience at right. the restaurant. I really think that's what bumped it up to a 3-4 for seeing that family prey in Trump's America. Um, I'll say this. I'll say this too after almost six years of living in New York. The food, the Italian food at Olive Garden is worlds better than there are some Italian restaurants like in the Lower East Side that are bigger that aren't, that like anyone who lives in New York knows that they're not good restaurants right. but they're like near like the the Lower East Side and like the theater district and stuff like that and people go and eat there and they have like books of things but they are maybe on the surface more authentic seeming because they're owned by like italian people in new york city and they're mm-hmm. not a chain but the it's just like a, a glob of greasy pasta on a plate yeah right? and it and i think Olive, i would rather go to an olive garden than um a danucci's or you know right, Roma, yeah. uh, a, a, an italian last name that is you know right new york
2: i will also say you just made a good point about like the the breadsticks and the salad it, it, it like it is just like you were saying it's not italian it's like how taco bell isn't really mexican right. food sure it just checks this this box and I, and I appreciate that and I get that because that's like Domino's pizza isn't the same thing as pizza or whatever. you know there's there, there's isn't just, it though. I mean it, it is and it also won our pizza tournament.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I like, fucking love Domino's.
2: I, but and then other times like you, you you're craving like I love Domino's too and I and yeah. I think that people like you can get whatever you want from that place. But then also like if I'm back in Quincy or something there's I, if I want a pizza, I'm not going to get Domino's pizza. That's yeah, right. uh, right. and I'm not going to get any chain pizza probably.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Well, that was so our th- three forks, Nick. Three forks for me.
1: Well, that was our review of Olive Garden. It's time for a regular segment. We have a fast food item that we bought yesterday, and we're going to see how it held up after spending a night in the fridge. These are the
0: leftovers. I can't wait to see Carrie Coon in an Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Mitch, as we hear the Leftovers Season 1 theme... (laughs) Which we never updated. We've never updated. uh, Show's now off the air, had a different theme song for its subsequent
0: seasons. I don't think the vibe would be right. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I agree.
1: But Mitch, Mitch, talk us through what what we have for the Leftovers,
2: which we just did on our,
1: our most recent episode, but there's a reason we're doing it again. The
0: reason we did it was that
2: we were at Olive Garden last night, and they said to us you know when you order a meal here you can do a, another six we'll, well these things that were we will pack you another meal to go a six dollar meal Insane. yeah insane <laughs> that we with that we cool down for so for just six dollars you can get another full meal we got ourselves some bolognese what was this spaghetti? classic spaghetti and meatballs Sp- spaghetti oh spaghetti and meatballs yeah okay. that's as my understanding it might be a spaghetti bolognese i but- thought it was a bolognese but we we decided we didn't have a segment for today. We're gonna do Olive Garden again. yeah it is. Oh, it is spaghetti bolognese, spaghetti with meat sauce.
0: Okay, that's, that's what it is. This I have eaten this cold so many times throughout my life. Well, we're gonna see how this holds up. So these are. Did they have this when you worked there, Joel? This this no, but it it is crazy. Like how can they make it more like cheaper? It's just right. insane that like they're trying already. You have something that's unlimited.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> We, you know, sometimes we heat stuff up on here. I don't
2: think we should. No, I don't think so. But it does say refrigerate immediately. <laughs> which, I mean, I drove home. It took about a half an hour to forty five minutes. Uh-oh. That's fine. Uh, for best experience, follow in suggestions below. Heat in microwave for three to four minutes. Wow. Allow to stand for one minute. Transfer pasta to plate.
0: Honestly, but three look, to four minutes seems like a long time. That's a long yeah. time.
2: Look, we're not going to do that. I'll let you guys get in there first. I'll, I'll, I'll Joel. Actually, we'll let you, you. You, can do the honors of of trying this wow. first. I feel like Italian food is one of those things that should be
1: good cold. Like yes. I, I like a good cold pasta. A I, cold pizza, have, I, I I gotta obviously. say,
2: I have high expectations
0: for this. I mm-hmm. think it should be good. Now I don't, I don't love their spaghetti. I think it's too thick. Mm. Uh, personally, I like uh, okay. prefer an angel hair. That's just in general. I'm not just saying that about all. Right. But.
2: It does look. It does. It it looks cold. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, the, you can apply the eye test to this. <laughs> Say this thing that's been sitting in your fridge for a while does look cold. Joel, how, how are you? You, and you can you can hand that over to Nick, unless you want to try another bite. No, let me take a <laughs> bite of this bad boy.
0: <laughs> I forgot how good the bolognese there is because oh wow, you can taste the Italian sausage really clearly. Mm. Yeah, they they
2: kind of we we talked about this, didn't we? Oh no, I may, this might have been. An, I may I may be putting this to another restaurant. Didn't we say it was kind of sausage heavy over there? Nick, or was this was this the today's really, that's restaurant? Why I like it. <laughs> I think you were talking about your diet in general, Mitch. Fair enough. Uh, I, I think I think I think I think you're right. I think I think there is kind of like a uh, an emphasis on on yeah. sausage. That yeah. is a
1: good bolognese, and I, I think like if I just if I just ate if I had that leftover in the fridge and I was hungover, mm-hmm. I would like I I'd be like, this is great. This is so satisfying to eat right now. Mitch is taking a bite. It kind of like to me that kind of reminds me of because my dad would make spaghetti and he just makes straight up spaghetti and meat sauce and you know not to not to compare dad's home cooking to the Olive Garden but uh, Mr. Engineer is taking a bite right now Mitch oh, yeah. just took a bite but it does kind of remind me of my dad's spaghetti
2: when you just said that I didn't realize how right you were of how sausage for it's very yeah. it's very sausagey, yeah mm-hmm. yeah my dad would use ground beef which I instead, like
0: yeah but. but that's the thing is I think. Crown beef is so bland. Yeah, the and sausage is nice.
1: It gives it a nice character to it. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, like for me, this is. I always forget our system. We just did this, and I forgot our system it's, already. It's either we leave it, leaving it behind, or you take it up to heaven. Right. This one goes up to heaven. This,
2: this, this, this. I think this does go up to heaven.
1: This one's going up to heaven, and hey, it's riffing with Jimi Hendrix on guitar. Oh, Stephen Hawking on drums. Hell yeah, Barbara Bush on bass.
2: Fern <laughs> Troyer on vocals. On vocals. Yes. Or maybe
0: go. just to a different dimension. Ooh. Oh,
2: that—that's a possibility wait, too. Is, is, is this—is this also a, a leftovers thing? Oh my! Did you not want? We wait, haven't seen the show. We, oh. we, 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 to, to be fair, we haven't seen a second of it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Never rest in peace. Rest in peace to Barbara Bush and Vern Troyer as well. Mm,
0: rest in peace to Vern. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just
2: go with Vern. <laughs> you don't want to say rest in peace to
0: Barbara? No, I'm, yeah. good. <laughs> no. I'm good now. Oh, I'm good. What the hell? <laughs> I'm good. I'm wish not going to say. She, I'm not going to say. Anything else about it? <laughs> Was she evil in some ways? Eh, read a book. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, Joel, what do you think? Do you, you, you take us up to heaven? Uh, you know this definitely mind?
0: take this up to heaven. Yeah, definitely. It's not. It's not anything special. But I yeah. do think the 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 fennel forward sausage really mm-hmm. does. Push it's, it over the I, edge. I want to say that
2: it's almost too much uh, for me. Like I, oh, do, for I'm, I'm, I, I, but I was raised on more kind of meaty bolognese instead yeah, of yeah. sausagey.
0: It's better than ragu. It's uh, I yeah. think.
2: Oh yeah. No, this is this is this is going up to heaven. And you know what? I'm not going to fucking share it with Barbara Bush. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to be reading a book, not about Barbara Bush, about bolognese. <laughs> oh boy.
0: <laughs> I love alliteration.
2: <laughs> Emma, you like
1: Emma? Thumbs up. Thumbs up from M. I. Engineer as well. Great. Uh, that was the leftovers. Wait. Just
2: like a rest. What's what that? Bertucci's is closing. I
1: know. Wait, it's what's so Bertucci's?
2: It's I think is the better. Probably like the New England Olive Garden. It's the New England oh, Olive wow. Garden, which I think is better than Olive Garden. No mm. offense. Mm. And what they do instead of bread okay, instead of the that? breadsticks? Uh, uh, did you start just start playing No Doubt? I accidentally started <laughs> playing
1: No Doubt. <laughs> I, I thought know. I had my computer muted. muted and this played is the a next really new.
0: It's a new segment. No doubt about it. Bertucci's <laughs> is closing.
2: I apologize. You, you really are a SoCal boy. Um, it's no doubt. Uh whatever. Uh, Bertucci's. They had. They would do like little doughy. Like they would just have like doughy bread. Like dinner rolls that were like very doughy that were yeah. made there. That sounds like it was made incorrectly. It, it so they were, they were, so they were so good. And then they also have big salads, like table salads. Were not, they unlimited? Not, not eating off the table. Table freak. Uh, they, it was. They were, they were all, they wow.
0: were all on the Okay. Well.
2: Yep. It was good. And and I think it's it's gonna close I'll, soon. Nick, I'll we to soon
0: because I'm gonna be in Boston soon.
2: I would love. Please, please. I I mean this sincerely. We will, we'll pay for your trip to
0: Bertucci's. Oh, and, I was going to say my trip to Boston.
2: <laughs> uh, 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 we'll you sh- we'll just see. Just do a couple more Patreon <laughs> episodes. No way. After you put down Barbara Bush. No way. You <laughs> uh, but you, you should track it. Also, Pizzeria Regina is where you should
0: check I them. will. Maybe I'll DM you when I go. Please. I'm doing left yes. Boston's in uh, May. And oh. I really want to. Go to the Regina's in the
2: North End. Yes. 100% on Thatcher Street. Can't. Thacker Street. I forget how to say it, but uh, in the North End. That's the one. You get to go. Hey, you know what? Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open
1: up the feedback. And we have a voicemail today. Let's take a listen. Oh, boy. Hello, boys. This is Zach all the way from Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, wow. Um, woke up this morning, and I got two questions. First question, when you're in a rush to get out the door for mm. work this morning, like I was, what's your favorite mm. thing to grab on the go? And my second question: When I got in the car, I found a Dum Dum lollipop uh, in my center console. So, my second question: What is your old's favorite Dum Dum lollipop flavor?
3: Mm, that's a good uh, cue. I think that's
1: going to be it for the day, Spoon Nation. Hell yeah! Wow. Thanks, Zach. Uh, what do you What do you think, Joel? Any Any grab and go items?
0: Uh, I have a very regimented diet, and I never get enough protein. I have um, these. Uh, Feed bars, I think they're called. Okay. They're like jerky bars that I really like. Um, And actually, still a Pop-Tart guy. Oh, you know, okay. Good source of carbs, right? Um, yeah. I like a pop tart still. Yeah, just an untoasted pop tart is something I'll grab. And do you have any dum dum favoritism? Uh, I love a watermelon dum dum, yeah. and I love a blue raspberry dum. dum Oh, and I love the green apple too. Those oh. things are fucking great. I don't think they ever go bad either.
1: Yeah, I think those are those are uh, those are immortal. I you know I had forgotten the green apple, They're and then immortal. when you said, yeah, I think so. <laughs> they will not die. Uh, they will never join a jam band in heaven. I think. I, I had forgotten about the green apple. And when you said it, I was like, Oh, I think when I was a kid, cause I have not had one of those in 20 years, yeah. but I think when I was a kid, I think those green apples were the, were, were the way to go for me. I think that might have, I'll, I'll steal that answer. Um, as far as grab and go, Peanut butter sandwich is my current go-to, or or you know, some if I'm just going to eat something quickly, I'll have like a peanut butter banana. But if I'm going to take something that I got to eat with, like eight as I'm on the run, I will have some sort of sandwich. Something is a little bit more contained. But you know, for a while, and I look back on this kind of with revulsion at myself, I used to just take loose lunch meat.
0: No, that's oh. totally legit.
1: But I would just like have loose lunch meat in my hand mm. and like have that as a meal. With I feel, your, I feel weird about it. I think that's <laughs> fine. And I
0: think that more ans- more so answers his question because the other things you, that requires at least minimal effort, but still right. effort. It's not grab and go. You can yeah. grab a lunch meat out of the fridge and just open it up in your car and it might seem gross, but I think that's totally fine
1: okay good i'm glad i,
0: I don't admit, think you're gross at all thank you joel I mitch think,
1: uh, any answers
2: i think you're gross <laughs> uh i i so I, i'm look i'm looking over dum i'm just like looking at images of dumb, Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and that's unreal you didn't hear a qu- the question right that's just unrelated
0: <laughs> <laughs> um i mitch just left up on his phone from last night <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs>
2: I like this. I like the watermelon dum dum. I like strawberry and cherry, and also grape. I think are. are I mean, I'm, I'm naming a lot. Yeah. But the water. I feel like watermelon. When you're a kid, was like that. That was like the big dum dum. Well,
0: that's because candied watermelon flavored candy doesn't taste like watermelon. That's it not is it its, own it's, its, its own flavor. It's its own flavor. Yeah.
2: I like. I said that I like artificial strawberry flavor yeah, more than strawberry thing. and people got mad at me on the podcast they're like you like it more than actual strawberries yeah i fucking do i like it better all right it tastes better than stra- strawberries are good i, I like, like stra- pre- i'd prefer fresh strawberries. i think it's a weird Hildedial. you nerd of course you
1: like it more than you like syrup there i like <laughs> that i get that there's some flavors that are better than the real fruit but, but strawberries are delicious a good strawberry
2: mm, i just don't feel like you get good strawberries that much i don't know
1: Right. I yeah, I mean know. that's why they're worth it. That, never mind. I don't want to have this fight right now.
2: Yeah, we, we're almost but, done. Yeah, we. It's fine. Say, if we're almost done. Um, uh, for the first question, I hate to go food. I, I, eating breakfast in the morning before school always used to get me sick. Like I'd feel sick during the day. Like uh, and and like the sugar rush. Like if I ate a pop tart or even toaster strudel, I want more toaster strudel and pop tart. Right. Who, did, who wouldn't want it? Yeah, strudel. it's better. Except, sure. except it does take a. It does take a little bit yeah. more time, and then you can get the the. You can get the white cream cheese. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can get the creamy cheese on yourself and stuff. That can be a disaster. Uh, I would I would try to do a bagel and cream cheese, but if it is like a true rush, which is that you can't do a bagel and cream cheese. You can't even toast anything. I guess like a cold Pop-Tart. pop, pop tart, But I, uh, before that, I would just do like a, like not a power bar, but like a like an oatmeal bar with mm. like either oh, sure. raisins or chocolate chips yeah, in yeah, it yeah. or something like that. I think that's my answer. Hmm.
1: Hey, let us know your favorite. Uh, hashtag grab and go and hashtag dumb dumb smarts and hey if you have a question or comment about the world of Jesus chain Christ. restaurants you can email us at doughboys at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830 go do. that's 830-463-6844 to get the doughboys double our weekly bonus episode
2: join the golden Blake club at patreon.com slash doughboys I, I just want to quickly say that yes. i feel like we're going to get roasted for both of those answers there's something that we're missing we're yeah, we're, well, that's why we have the hashtags. Yeah, all right. right.
1: Rosas and the hashtags. Joel Kim Booster, thank you so much thank for giving you. us so much of your valuable time. Yes. Do you have anything you would like to plug at this time? Mm, um,
0: um, uh, when does this come out? This will be out the first week of May. Yes. <laughs>
1: may 3rd. May the 4th Eve. May the 4th hey, will be with you, Mitch. May the 4th wow. be
0: with you as well, Mick. I feel like I have dates somewhere in May.
1: Unkar Plutt be. is coming down the chimney ready to put a quarter portion under the oh, tree. Oh, if
0: you're in North Carolina, I'm headlining the Dead Crow Comedy Theater in Wilmington, North Carolina on the eight, the weekend of the 18th. Uh, I think I'll be there like the 17th, 18th, and 19th. It's one of my favorite comedy clubs in the country. Hell yeah. Alright, and check listeners. Out. Check
1: that out. Yeah, And that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. And on next time for the Spoonman, I'm Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating.
2: See ya. Hey, guys, you want more Doughboys? To get the
1: Doughboys Double or weekly bonus episode, join the Golden Plate Club.
2: Sign up at Patreon.com slash Doughboys. Do it.
1: That was a HeadGum podcast. Tuesday, March 26th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, the live finale of Munch Madness 2024, the Tournament of Champions 9, Dokiero Taco Bell will be at the Dynasty Typewriter in
2: Los Angeles. Join us there in person or via our live stream. That's right. And guess what? We got some great guests lined up. Mono Agapian. Wow. John Gabris, Wow. Betsy Sidaro. Wow. The Taco Bell crew has reassembled for this noble act,
1: deciding what is the ultimate Taco Bell menu item. You can see it in person. You can see it on the live stream. Get the tickets at the same place. Birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com. Go to birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com.